Back to Topics of the Culture, episode 72. Back in here like, man, look, man, back like Mike in 896, G, you know how it is. But, glad to be back. Uh, your boy Chris J. We got the squad on here, whole squad on here. So, go ahead and do yourselves. Yo, this trail south, man. Anti-ESPN. Dang, they're anti-Disney. I hope y'all come. I want to see y'all. Bring the Mickey Mouse soldiers. I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, I don't want that smoke. Mm. <laughs> Bring them. Uh, all right. Uh, wasn't expecting that. Uh, somebody else, y'all can go ahead. As good as DC. Yo, yo. All right. Cool. So, hold on. Wait a second. Hold on. Let me stop this real Alright, so, like how we start, matter of fact, I hope you guys actually notice that we sound a lot better. Um, Discord sucks, and I probably blame COVID because of that. So, but, shout out to Zoom. Uh, It would be now the way that you guys will hear us and everything. So, shout out to Zoom, man. For that sponsorship, Vegas. So, yeah, we, we will take the sponsorship very, very, very appreciatively. Uh... Like like Dr. Umar says, uh, whatever amount is very much appreciated, but make sure you add a few, like at least five zeros. So it would be greatly appreciated. Whatever <laughs> donation matters, G. But more zeros, the better. Cash app. Hey, yeah, hit up the cash app, G, please. But just like how we start every episode. Get cash app. <laughs> just like how we start every episode, or this is your first time listening, how we start every episode, we talk about what we've been reading, watching, and playing the, uh, this past week, so I'm gonna just go ahead and go first. What I've been reading, uh, besides realizing that COVID is reading what COVID does to people and all of that, that's nothing new. But um, we're slowly getting manga back, so shout out to that. So uh, read a little bit of One Piece because, like, when the fan translation comes out, I just skim through it. I just and then it just read the official translation once Shonen Jump drops. So that's how I take care of that. So I did skim through this week's One Piece chapter, allegedly. Then uh, I'm now caught up on Domestic Girlfriend, actually. So me and DC had a nice little conversation about that uh, out, outside the pod. And all I'm going to say is I understand your pain, DC. I really do. We may have differences, but I understand your stress. I really do, my brother. So, uh, so yeah, so I read that. I thought I read something else. No, that's it. That's all for reading. Uh, now for playing Final Fantasy VII. I love this game. I really do. And then I encounter a piece of shit called Hell House. And. <laughs> like, dog. Dog. Why? Why? Is all I can say. Uh, I'm on try number four with this thing. I know what to do now. Shout out to YouTube. but And also Chaz. But I really hate that damn house, G. I really do. Like, I would literally... If one day I just come up with tons of millions of dollars to just build a house that look like Hell House, I would do that and then blow that bitch up. That's how I feel about it, G. So... F Hell House. But overall, enjoying Final Fantasy 7. Resident Evil, 
Uh, I'm actually on the last probably like 40 minutes of the game. So whenever I have time, I'm just going to go ahead and beat that. Uh, don't, don't go into the loop that I do. Oh, I know, I, <laughs> I know what that loop is. So, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm not like I'm actually probably gonna finish. I just like to have time where I can just focus on that game. Uh, then 2K, and I'm actually enjoying the league. I'm actually genuinely enjoying this league that we're having. It's very fun and exciting. And of course, I've been playing MLB The Show. That's my uh, de-stressor game. Uh, I'm finally in the MLB now, too. I'm officially out of the minor leagues. I'm a major league baseball player now. It makes me happy. And then I... Ooh. Yep, first game. Uh, F. David Price. I don't know if you're half white or half black. I don't know what you're mixed with, but I don't think you embrace your black roots, but fuck you, David Price, because he struck me out every time I saw him. Uh, so fuck him. But... And fuck the Red Sox. Fuck Boston as a whole. Let's just keep it real. Boston's a modern state. Okay. So, um... Be that way sometimes. So, uh, and also, shout out to the return of Rainbow Six coming back to the group. Uh, good times with the guys. Just memories of just realizing how we just had those stupid moments. For example, uh, I went in a room. Daytro was scouting the spot. I just went ahead. He told me too late, hey, somebody's right there. And I got clapped. It was hilarious. It was very hilarious. But, Niggas be saying I tell them too late when I'm literally tell them. I guess it's the lag on my side because I tell them as soon as I see them niggas go right there. I'm like, this nigga right there. And then I, I continue to see them walking. I'm like, huh, these niggas about to die. And then they die. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I tried. I tried. Yeah, I tried. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, oh, okay, too late. I'm already halfway through the window. But either way, <laughs> good times with the guys. I love, like, I really miss Rainbow. I dead ass really did miss Rainbow. So let's put it that way. But good time with gaming. Hey man, I might have to. I might have to reinstall. Hey, look, I wouldn't right. do that. Psych. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't like, like I'm gonna do that. Yeah, that game is still to this game. Is still in the shadow realm. <laughs> that game, that game is sweaty as hell. <laughs> sweaty <laughs> as shit. But yeah, so for what I've been playing, I mean watching, watching. Uh, in terms of seasonal anime, is not much left. Uh, I I actually let. That Kaguya Love Sama anime just build up. And I just watch like two, three episodes because it just feels better that way to watch it. Um, instead of just weekly with that. Um, and then also, I'm going to say this. That Wave Listen to Me anime, the radio-based anime, Slice of Life, whatever. That might be my favorite anime this season, G. Maybe it's because I'm a radio, like I majored in radio, did radio in college. But that show is really freaking good. It feels like how, a, how true, how true to it is it to like what you've experienced? It's very accurate. Like even though like Shorty does a show like in the middle, like middle of everybody sleeping at three thirty in the morning, which is the hilarious part. Because if you want to get in radio, you have like like in terms of entry, you may have to do like a three thirty in the morning show with nobody really listening, and that sucks. Uh, but in terms of just like how like certain stuff like scripts, you got to produce your show, all of that's very freaking accurate, very very accurate. So like it's very true to like what the what like her format is, which is talk radio, which is just nonstop talking. So I I enjoy it because of that aspect, and then also uh, whoever is uh, 
voice actor for the lead character, uh, her name slips out of my mind right now. She might, she deserves any awards when it comes to uh, end of the year anime voice acting because she's doing a hell of a job, a hell of a job. So, um, but yeah, I'm enjoying that. Uh, shout out to Dion. He put me on to an anime called, called Kono Suba. It's an isekai, of course, but it don't take itself too seriously. And I really enjoy it because it's a change of pace. I've been binge watching that. Um, actually done with season one and two. So, Lord knows if they're going to do a season three. But that was really good. Shout out to Dion for putting me on. And I got that movie, I think, that they just had. Did you watch the movie? No, the, actually, I watched the movie when I had some free time. So, like, I was going to watch it yesterday, but I ended up watching the Dark Side Highlight tape instead. And we'll talk about that later. But, gee, when I tell you, matter of fact, this is, like, the perfect accuracy how I felt about the Dark Side Highlight tape. When I seen him throw that ball. Yeah. Gee, beautiful, man. Beautiful. Shout out to DCG. Y'all y'all stay in y'all back with the animated movie. So I I'm not shocked by how great it was, but I enjoyed that shit, G. But uh y'all can go ahead. Alright, so um let me see if I can go with this as fast as possible because I did a lot. So in terms of all the stuff I read, I read nothing. Um, but let me see which one I go first. I'm gonna go playing first. So I came up with this thing, right? Because I found myself getting bored in our, I like to call them legendary PlayStation parties, right? And I was like, I'm tired of being bored in these things. Uh, I burnt myself on the Persona, so it's not like I'm like fiending for um, single-player games. Um, so I'm like, let me come up. Let's, 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 let's. My excuse was to say, because I'm not buying any freaking new multiplayer games, or any new shooters and stuff like that. So I decided, like, you know, let me try to bait my homies into downloading all these old games worked out successfully um when it comes to like rainbow uh it's been fun now Matthew yesterday was probably a mind-numbing experience because me miles and dc dc was you playing with us yesterday yeah yeah bro we wasn't winning nothing uh we will we will get we will be up by three and we will blow a three-one lead uh, it was it was real. We, we did though. Yeah, we we, <laughs> we, we blew, blew one twice. Way. We blew it twice. Yikes! Um, yeah, the, very yikes. Um, but either all we still have fun. I still have fun. Um, today I actually did really freaking good. Like really good. I was in a um situation in which um I got um I got um I got um what's that called uh. I was the last one left, and it was four niggas. And four niggas walking up, please, just me. <laughs> now it's just three. That <laughs> <laughs> was just me. Because uh, I did that thing, dog. And it, it made me feel good. I got a couple of – some of the new operators. Bro, I will tell you this right now, dude. The fact that defensive operators have access to assault rifles now, G, it is so crazy in this game. <laughs> like, a nigga day of – Maestro has an LMG on defense. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, so he's wiping, nigga. Um, he's wiping. Yeah, he be watching. Um, you got people like Wamai who look like, you know, he played for left field, but he's black. So he, he got um Twitch's gun on uh, defense, and that that gun is a laser on defense. Um, but it's it's it's, it's a really good um a really good um 
uh, game sessions that we've been having. Uh, so, um, so my homie gave me my my cousin, I should say, not my homie, gave me like a hotspot so I could download games at a slower pace, but they still download, right? So I downloaded Shadow of War because it's not one of my bigger games. Um, I downloaded it without thinking because I'm like, oh, I had fun on this game. I'm platinum one. It must have been fun. And then I remember there was an end game that I wanted to pull my brain out with a spoon. So I uninstalled the game. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna try my best to do it this time. But if it if it gets too sweaty, I'm just gonna stop. I have no problem with doing that. Um, I've been having really, really fun with it. It's crazy how I platinum that game last year. And mind you, throughout I, I, I kept in touch with the updates to Rainbow Six Siege. All they do is update the classes of orc. They don't really update like the um the different type of orcs you see. Like if one have two heads or if one only got one eyeball. I still hate I have still I still come across orcs in which I didn't see two years ago. That's just new to me. Hmm. Um that shows how much detail they put into the different orcs in this game. And typically it's kinda like, you know, Sometimes it's like, like I said, like last year, I didn't encounter one orc with one eyeball. And then this one, I encounter one because I killed him and all he had was his eyeball out. Um, and then, you know, people who like one that caught the machine because I decapitated. I like, I, what's that called? It's not de- decapitated when you cut their head off. What happens when you cut the, uh, their body? Like they, you slice their body in half. Uh, it's called something. I don't know. I did that to him. He came back as a machine. So. Stuff like that has been really fun. Um, so, um, Jurassic Park, because I'm a fan of Sim games. So, Jurassic Park was on sale, and I want to scoop that up because that game has never been on sale for me. So, I scooped that up. Sorry for my brother. He don't listen to me. Um, but I scooped that up. Uh, and it's been fun. It's really in terms of Sim games, is it as hard as rank? I mean, is it as hard as Sim City? No, but it is really it's it's really difficult in the sense of like I met this one island because they drop you from island to island. You can play sandbox mode, but I want to play sandbox mode when I get bored. It's particularly difficult when they literally gives me no money and I can't do anything. It is money generates slowly, especially if you ain't got no dinosaurs. And dinosaurs cost like three hundred thousand dollars. And if you got like ninety-five dollars, you ain't buying no dinosaurs. So it's fun though. Like seeing a dinosaur die from tuberculosis is quite scary and also hilarious at the same time. Um so that's that. Uh in terms of other games, let me go on my PlayStation thing and see if I play. Oh, play Overwatch today. Almost uninstalled it. Um, play WWE 2K19. That's okay still. The league is the league. I got nothing to say about that. Like I said, I played it half the time. I play the league on autopilot. Um, and that's about it. Um, my my gaming situation has been fun. My party the parties haven't been as boring. Um, and this haven't really been boring. We joking around and stuff like that. But I just wanted to like plan like. Uh, rainbow amount of stuff, even though sometimes my heart is racing as if I'm 350 pounds and I'm eating that goddamn KFC burger with the two donuts on the top of it. But mm-hmm. I, I, I have fun. This game is just really sweating. So as for what I actually wanted to, um, I went through all that game and stuff fast because I watched a lot. And for the people who follow the podcast, when it comes to the person who consumes the most content, I am not one of them. 
but I watched a lot uh, within a, a week span of our, of our um, uh, podcast. Um, so I want to talk about one last. So I'm going to try to go through the, the minor stuff that I watched. So I've been watching like the Justice League, um, uh, uh, the Justice League um, animation. Uh, I love that show. It's one of the greatest animated shows of all time, in my opinion. Just on a sense of like they didn't they didn't care. Like when you look at other superhero shows, like sometimes when you watch them, it's a new story each episode. Like they didn't do that. It's actually, like each episode is like what happened next, and I enjoy it. Um, I enjoy like it, I don't know why, but this no, I know why. Um, I have gained a love of Batman through watching a lot of the DC Universe stuff because I watched the movie Hush. Hush is a very good Batman movie. Um, I don't really want to talk long about it because we're about to be slurping DC pretty soon, no homo. That didn't come out right because DC is in this party. We got to be slurping DC Warner Brothers Studio, no homo. Um, but it is. Uh, I I enjoyed my my. I didn't even get burnt out. Usually. Now I'm burnt out of anime, and I'm gonna get to that in like in two seconds. But usually, when I watch something in that long of time, and I keep watching it, and then I watch somebody explain what I just watched, all that, I'd be like, "F it, it's no need for me to watch it." But um, with that, I found myself always tuning in um, and watching it. Uh, it's been really, really cool because quarantine sometimes kicks my butt when I when it cancels. I'm really, really bored, or like you know, doing quote unquote work. When it's not really working, just me having to, you know, click, uh, listen to a lesson or click multiple choice stuff. But um, yeah. So shout out to that. Um, so like I I, I watched the Apocalypse movie, fantastic movie. We'll talk about it later. Um, it was really really good. I forgot. I remember Tyler talking about it. I was like, all right, it's a DC movie, so I'm gonna catch it when I catch it, like I always do. And then I remember seeing like a trailer about it. On like YouTube, I was like, "This look kind of decent." Let me see if it's on DC Universe. And when I saw it went on DC Universe, I was like, "All right, the movie stopped." Reason being, if it was a throwaway, they probably just want to throw it on there. Um, they want you to pay so, for that. <laughs> so, um, it it's uh, it was really good. But reason I say I burnt myself. Oh, and watch Tower God. Tower God episode died. Um, but reason I say I burnt myself off on anime. Uh, so I watched Your Lie in April in one sitting. Not like how I watched, so I I watched Erase while playing my game and also like, you know, stopping and then picking up an episode, but I watched it in one day because it was like 12 episodes, right? I watched Your Lie in April in one whole sitting. Um, when I say I am still hurt from that show, like, I'm not going to spoil it because I want other people to get the same but I'm going to talk about it as if, like, that Cam knows, right? Cam knows. So he's the only one who probably can be like, oh. Um, that show, when you go into that show and everybody who tell you to watch July April, the fact that people tell you, oh, you watch it, I cry, you're going to cry too, you already know what the underlying theme is going to be at the end of the show, right? Death. Like, you can't run across that. Like, if it was just because, like, if it was just a romance saying, oh, I don't really like you, and that's why somebody cried, and I want to watch it. But everybody know the underlying thing is death. Like, because that's the only thing that makes people really cry in anime, unless you, like, really freaking cry. But, like, 
it's, it, well, no, I crashed on the end of God darn Full Metal Alchemist, brother. So take that back. But in terms of um, in terms of me, like me as a person, I'm not big on watching emotional teams. Yeah, yeah, I'm just not. Somebody just got knocked out. Uh, in New I know. UFC. I'm watching the dude literally get his head pounded in. Yeah. Um. But like, Jeremy Stevens is really good too. But like, I. Oh my God. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> I am a I am a person who like I'm let's put it like this. For niggas who 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 are familiar with the show even more. I am a Goku stand. That should tell you about everything how I like it on anime, right? That should tell you about all of it, right? Um me personally, watching that thing, it was a new experience for me. And I kept going, like, and I didn't feel like at any point I wanted to, you know, shut it off and and not and not watching as a chore. I enjoyed it every single time, um, each episode. So let's get to the meat of it for me, and start off by saying like this: I cried at the end. Now, most people, we like we all cry at the end. Ha ha! I didn't cry at the part everybody else cried on. Because I talk to people about who cries on that show. Everybody else usually cry on the part when he's playing the piano and she come up with the violin and start doing the, the thing with him. Everybody be like, oh my God, the thing I got. I'm crying on that part. So I knew it was about to happen. Very good director part. Like, very, very freaking good director eyes, right? It, it shades of when they first met. It shades of how, you know, what was going on in the series and how he's finally letting go and let his emotions blurt out via keyboard. I mean, via piano, my bad. I cried from that freaking letter. That oh, yeah, letter, letter. Yeah. That Why? letter mentally broke me. Emotionally broke me. Broke me. I ain't never, ever, ever choke up by words. Like, even when, like, you know how people be like, oh, man. You're a horrible person. Yeah, whatever. I'm talking to people, shorty. Like, actually, when, 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 um, hey, get your G. You don't disrespect your hairliner by keeping your hair. Uh, like, when I, when, when, when I, uh, um, energy. When I was, when I was reading that letter, um, <laughs> when I was reading that letter, I mean, when she was reading that letter, my bad, y'all. When she was reading that letter, I killed, like, it killed me. I don't know what to say. Like, I never was, like, watching something, and I, um, um, and I peeped it. And I'm like, bro, I, I understand. This is sad. She, he gave him the letter at the funeral. But when she said, look, this is what bogged me down. And she was like, it all started with one line April. Instantly start crying, bro. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I, I, I don't, I don't know what happened, bro. And it, it just after that when she was like, "I love you," so I forgot folks' name already. I love you, such and such. I love you to death. I was like, "What the fuck?" And I'm continuously. And what killed me? What made me? What made me turn my game off? What made me shut all the lights off in the house and put a cover on my head and lay down face first into my bed? I don't sleep with pillows because for some reason it's uncomfortable with me. 
I, when she showed that picture of her, her as a kid, and and he was running behind her, she kept that picture because she wanted to be with him for eternity, folks. Like that, that that's what she that was her goal. And the fact that check it, Joe. The fact that she knew that when she saw this nigga play the piano, she knew that she didn't play the piano as good as him. So she had played a violin so she can accompany him. Yeah. And the fact that she knew she was about to, you know, hit the the when the phone hit the fan, all them people about to jail got to get funky. And <laughs> she knew that was about to happen. And she still, like, said, this is what I'm going to do. And it made it her life's mission. I couldn't hold it in no more. I was, I, I was hurt. Uh, it, it broke me down. Am I going to watch any more emotional anime? Maybe not. I, I Personally, it's not my thing, right? But when I tell you, this probably most likely is in my top five. I honestly haven't felt this much emotion while watching one thing ever. Like, like said, me watching something in one sentence is hard in itself. But me watching something in one sentence and being at the end of it, like, bro, I couldn't. But my stomach was hurt when I woke up in the morning. Like, it, it, it killed me. So, but it's in my it's in my top five. Whenever we do the list again, um, and tell us what's our favorite animals and stuff like that, I would love to to put this there. Honestly, it's probably four. If I'm looking at it, it most likely three. If you go like four metal, maybe I put I put Goku ahead of the whole series of Naruto. So I'm just gonna say Goku. Then you probably say Naruto. And then, yeah, probably your line, April, because I've never felt this good in that bad of an anime since. So, uh, shout out to whoever made it. Oh, and this on a lighter note, my coaching group—I got my whole coaching group watching it. I, I called it a bonding process, and they—they they took the bait. So, hopefully, they're either going to be real, real mad at me next time we talk, or they're going to thank me. So, wish me luck. So hold on, real real uh heartless cam time. Um, I didn't cry at your line, April. I was pissed. <laughs> and all right, reason being right is because this is during my adolescence because it's, it's been a while since I watched your line, April. Um, this was during my time when I was like super into romance anime. So I was tricked into like, oh yeah, this is a this is a romance anime. So when I was watching it and like seeing him go through like his piano struggles. Now, this brought up PTSD from my childhood because I was forced to learn the piano. So I didn't like the main character off bat because of that. Um, I just didn't like the whole piano. I didn't, that's how I, I think that's why I don't like music anime is because of my childhood. <laughs> because I was forced to learn the piano and I, and I hated that. Um, so that, that already took me kind of off the show. Then it was his friends. I hated his friends. I think I said. I think to this day I still hate his friends. The the girl and the dude. I just couldn't do. It. Especially the chick when she was dating that uh, high school dude. I could care less about that plot line. Um, and then when the ending happened, I was like, you know, where's the romance? And so 
I, that that was kind of my experience with your lot in April. Going back on it, I definitely feel a lot more emotional. But I think the reason why it hits different when it comes to like you're watching that as an older person is because you kind of have some life experience, so to say. But watching this when you were like me, adolescent, like teen dude, and I, this was back when I was still watching like High School DxD too. So like that was definitely a, <laughs> a no no. But um, I think that Your Lie in April is a really good show, and especially like just just don't go into it with the same mindset I did because it's not really so much of the romance that you're in it for. You're more so in there for the character interactions between the main character and the the female chick. That's yeah. like the highlight of the show. It's not necessarily exactly. romance is not it. So, but that's how I went because romance. people because people tricked the the people that I the people who recommended me watch the show. They knew because I was like, hey y'all y'all got any? Because I was like, one day I hit them up because I, I think this is just this is when I just finished watching uh, Itazar and the Kiss, and DC knows how much I love that show. Um, so I was like, yo, I, I mean, I just watched this really good romance. Y'all got any other good things that I could watch? And they were like, oh yeah, check out your line. April. It's a really good romance. So then I, when I went into watching the show, I was like, this ain't romance, bro. Like this is, this some sad, this some, uh, sad boy stuff, bro. I don't want to, I don't want to watch this stuff, but I actually did get a chance to rewatch it. And when I rewatched it, it was a lot more impactful and emotional for me. I didn't cry because I, I mean, I, I couldn't cry because I know how it ends. So it was just, but I did, you know, that last, so the, his last performance, because I didn't, I, I forgot about the last performance thing. That choked me up a little bit because it was like, all right, you know, like she, she's playing the violin, he's playing the piano, it's all good. And then when they cut to the funeral, I was like, oh, oh, yikes. But yeah, I, I really <laughs> like that show too. Hey, so before, like one thing he, one thing Cam said, and I'm done. Oh, did I mean well, I'm still muted? Okay, I'm not muted. One thing Cam said, I'm done. Not only don't look at it and go into a, a romance anime if you plan on watching it. Okay, like I said, bro, you know, you know a person dies in the show, right? Don't go in into the waiting to say, I want to see if I get emotional at this death. Do not watch it for that. You know. Because your your main purpose in watching it will be to see why did everybody cry this. And then you get like, oh, I didn't cry, yo, yo. Yeah, it's like you, 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 you try to get out of it. I went into there knowing that this chick was going to die, but I told myself I'll never do this because I love to like if somebody tell me something is hype, I'm like, bring me the hype. You know, show me why it's hype. So I, I, I went into that particularly saying I want to get involved in this story. And Cam is right, If y'all would have watched this when I was younger, bro, episode three. <laughs> episode three, two Because <laughs> I ain't watching it left. And now that I watch it at an older age, it, have I experienced anything this person has experienced? No. I don't even have rhythm. It's, it's, it's. But you're black. But it's relatable. Right, look, bro. That ain't got nothing to do with me not having rhythm. A lot of people ain't got rhythm. Oh. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, that's it. Yeah, who else ever want to talk to you though? But I encourage anybody to watch it. I think it's one of the I think it's one of the the, the rite of passage animes that you gotta watch if you call yourself an anime fan. Right. Right. Hmm. Right, DC. All right, uh, 
Um, I started with what I've been playing. Uh, I'm like throughout the week, I was being carried on Rainbow. Just every other day, I care when I play that game because um, I hate trying. And then next thing you know, I look around the corner, I get clapped. So I just learned instead of getting mad, I just turn my game off the page, which in turn has me going like one and five. Like every match, I'm fine with that. I'm okay with that. That's the role that I'm playing. Um, next in playing. I'm I'm going through like a like a struggle. Like I agree with Daytron, like quarantine's been beating my butt and I'm trying to be entertained. I deleted Skyrim because I didn't finish the story either. I just I'm done with that game. I can't have fun while playing. I'm bored. Hmm. Um I re-downloaded Spider-Man and then I deleted it again because I was on the MJ mission and I don't feel like playing that. <laughs> uh, I'm playing Pirate Warriors, but I, I wanna this is my best game that I have right now. Uh, that's keeping my interest, but I don't want to like just burn through it. So I'm just trying to find another game to go with it. So uh, I'll figure that out eventually. I might just suck it up. Also, in day trial, I might just suck it up and buy Shadow of War because he keeps talking about it and I really want to play it because it sounds fun. Um, only thing that's deterring me is that y'all said that that like last part is super is trash. It's garbage. I don't uh, the game. I it. I have not. I have no intentions of playing that game ever again. Is it like it's that bad? It's that bad. Like the, it's, so. it's basically because that's when they introduce microtransactions into the game, and it's like it's one of those things where it's like, hey, you know what will really help you is if you go into our shop and buy our orcs. And I and I hated that, so I, I deleted the game. There, there's no line to that. Literally, like. I beat it right, and I like the reason I patented that game is because what they did to me. And it was kind of like me, like I had to patent because what that did to me. This is why I tell you, like, bro, catch on a sale because that end game is literally going to be like you delete it or you in for the long haul, bro. It is, it, it is, it is. It will test. I don't care what difficulty you got it on. You can have it on just the story, bro. It will test if you know how to play that game. Yeah. Because everybody will be resistant to everything. <laughs> you have to literally know how to play it. But like I said, it's fun until so you get to that point. Until <laughs> you get to that point. And then it becomes Dark Souls. I'm good. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to buy it if it goes down in uh, price. But I ain't going to drop 50 on that. Oh. I think that's it for gaming. I'm really, I'm really enjoying Pirate Warriors. I'm having a lot of fun. I'm playing it right now too, DC. I hate every game that I play um, that has like one piece elements and I go through Marineford. I have PTSD. Like, I don't know how many times I have to stress it. I hate seeing Ace die. That bothers me. It is an actual uh, like trauma of mine. Like, I don't want to go through it. Um, oh, yeah, and, and uh, well, I'll talk about that. Uh, that's it for gaming, watching. I just watched the uh, Justice League Apocalypse um, uh, movie, and just like they, like, I really want to go back and watch the Superman. Uh, well, I forgot what it was called, but it was when all the Supermans were around, when uh, Superman was smoked after uh, Doomsday. 
gonna go back and watch that because they said that ties into this movie some in certain, certain way. So I'm gonna watch that. But the movie was great. I was talking to Pedro. Oh, I'll, I'll say that for later. Um, my opinion is kind of changing as I'm sitting on it. But I'll talk about that later. Uh, watching the MJ doc. Me and my dad have that's I like the MJ. Uh, Doc is because it's time for me and my dad to just sit and talk about things. Um, like usually we have Marvel movies and Marvel stuff to do that with, but since everything is kind of down with Marvel, yeah, like basketball is the other thing that we talk about a lot, and uh, it's just fun hearing my dad talk about these things because he lived through it. And uh, although we disagree on things, it's just fun having that conversation. But we both agree, like, we're on the same side with the MJ stuff. It's just, we, like, he loves constantly telling me why LeBron is not great. And I try to play devil's advocate. It's just fun seeing him passionately talk about uh, these different players. I'm like, oh, is it is so, so good? Is so, so good to them? Like, he just goes on, and it goes into, like, a deep, like, story about what he did that day or that year. So it's fascinating. So I, I enjoy this guy. Um, other than that, I don't know what else. I didn't watch no anime. Um, oh, I've been watching um, Earth has like boomerang on it, so I was watching like OG Tom and Jerry cartoons because, uh, like two weeks ago, I was looking at like the compilation of Jerry Screen, he's cracking me up. But when I was sick, that's what I was watching just to you know make me laugh because I was just angry that I was feeling bad. So, um, yeah, reigniting childhood, you know, that's corny. If you think that's corny, fuck you. Um, I'm keep watching these cartoons. Fuck you. Uh, think that's it. I'm gonna watch Your Lie in April, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't wanna cry. So, Take your time with it. It's nothing, it's yeah. nothing you need to uh, rush through. I don't feel like, you know, what's this here? Uh, I think the next anime I might. Oh, yeah, I gotta, uh, I gotta watch Solid I keep saying I'm gonna do it, but I don't do it. I think that's it for watching. Reading. Oh, and now that Chris is caught up, I could like say that. Um, I, I talking to Chris about the messy car though. Uh, I I started to realize like I have a really bad bias against Ruin because Chris made some good points that she is like nineteen and learning. And I understand that she's still a bitch. I don't know, man. I mean, I was nineteen once. She was a nineteen-year-old girl. It's true. I mean, I don't, I mean, I'm just saying, oh man, 2020, I could be. <laughs> I just saying, and, and, it make, and it makes sense that um, I like Hina more because she's more mature. Where I'm at in my life, I'm not um, into childish BS because I'm like, with every uh, interaction I have with a woman I t- uh, or a girl, I tend to get irritated with how childish they act around my age or whatever. So seeing Hina go through what she's going through, it makes sense why I tend to gravitate towards her more. I'm just irritated that the author keeps beating her ass. Like, life just hates her. And it pisses me off. Um, legit. Bro, I told Chris this. Hina gets... Well, I can say it now, right? Because y'all, y'all don't care about spoiling. I do not care about that show. <laughs> All right, so, so, so... She gets hit by a car. She's in a coma right now. Oh, that sounds yeah. like freaking uh, Clannad. 
Bro, she bro. got hit, nigga. So he take so the so the manga is taking notes from Conad on uh, that kind of stuff because that's literally what happened. I think one of the girls that like the main character legit was like she was walking down the street and all of a sudden she just got hit by a car. She got hit by a car and it's linked to the the thing that pisses me off is that the last time she was walking down the street and almost died was when that one dude was thirsty out there and he was gonna stab her, but that's what got the way he got put in the car. He got stabbed. So it's just, and those two keep rushing with it. And I saw got kidnapped by the Yakuza or whatever because he had coke, but Shorty had coke. Like they go through like bulls, and Rui is upset because she can't taste. It's just, it just, it just, it makes me mad. It just makes me mad. Rui gets. (laughs) It became a series of unfortunate events, G. Every turn, his his own teacher. And like every when you think everything's good, like he's acting and everything's fine. Teacher dies of freaking cancer. It's like he what's just going randomly on? Died. <laughs> just dies, bro. Like, TMZ trying to take that then, two out, G. <laughs> TMZ for real. Take my and then oh, Chris brought it up. His son died in the most funny but like bogus way. I didn't notice. Nigga got hit by a train. <laughs> It's <laughs> not funny. It's I don't up. approve of kids get hit by trains, but gee, if you use you it as a fake dramatic kid? plot point, I might laugh. No, no, uh, it's the main character's um sensei's. Ch- like you find out why the sensei of the main character is so asshole. It's because when he was so focused on writing, he left the door open and his son walked out because he wasn't getting attention. And he walked all the way to a train station. And walked in front of the train, even though there was thousands, there was like a couple people there. That's that could have stopped. It sounded like something the white kid would do, so it is what it is. <laughs> Got smacked by a train, and then his wife looked. So it's just. So, you, know, you, that, you know what that sounds like, Chris? <laughs> it sounds like a uh, freaking uh, Jason. Jason. Oh, yeah, it do sound like Heavy Rain. It <laughs> <laughs> <That> is Heavy <laughs> Rain. <laughs> Domestic comedy, though, it's, 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 it's fun, it's interesting, I'm entertained, I just don't like anything really affiliated with you, ever. Um, uh, what, what else did I read? Oh, I read, uh, I'm not even going to talk about it. I did read, like, uh, Kanojo, okay. I hate saying the freaking name, but uh, it's basically like the fake girlfriend manga thing. I mean, it's getting to the point, like, up to this point, there was no interest from the female. It was just all the male trying to like do things for his crush. But now she's starting to have feelings. It's like gradual. And I forgot that she didn't reach that point yet. So when it happened, I was surprised. So I'm interested in where things are going. Um, hopefully this thing doesn't end in like a year. Because like every other like romance manga I was reading was like, oh yeah, it's ending in a year. I'm like, damn. I want this to kind of like uh, last a little bit longer. So we'll see. Next is what did I read? Oh yeah, the um, Demon Slayer chapter is cool. Um, I'm wondering how it's gonna end. I don't know. Then uh, should he pull the uh, Seven Deadly Sins? Ain't over yet. Thank God, Seven Deadly Sins ain't putting out in that chapter. If she does that, I mean it's. If she does it, I feel like she's good. she's a good enough writer where I know she's gonna come up with something cold. Uh, 
it's just I, I I wonder how like it's basically done, but I want to see how it it's finished. And she could she can easily easily push it further. I just want to see if she's gonna give in and push it further, like keep going, or end it the way she wants to end it. So I'm interested in that. Um, my hero Shigaraki is about to. I told Daytrell this, but like when uh, Mirko was in the room and she was about to break the uh, pod. I'm like, yeah, she's about to get clapped by Shigaraki. And she got pulled out. And she's in different uh, now. So the one that's in the room that broke the pod was uh, President Mike. Dang. So R.P. President Mike. R.A.P. President All his five fans are crying. Hey, look, bro. Shigaraki about to uh, smoke that loud, bro. Be that way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he about to... Choke through, I feel like it should be a more impactful death, though. Like, I, I don't really the care thing about is, like, Mike. Like, if he, if like, he dies, it's like, oh, okay. Like, Cam, like, the way it's set up right now, it's so many important heroes, like, in that room with Shigaraki. Niggas is gonna die or get severely injured. So, if present Mike the only casualty, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of be like, eh. I think Aizawa was close, but I don't know if he was right up on where President Mike is. I know President Mike is like right here. The only, in my eyes, the only guaranteed death is that doctor. That's it. That's the only guaranteed death. The dude with the glasses. You're talking about the fake doctor. The old lady? Yeah. That's the only okay, guarantee. Yeah, you know what? I kind of care more about her than uh, Aizawa anyway. No, 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 no. Not her. I'm talking about like the doctor that you probably even know what I'm talking about. The one that's the one, yeah, the one, the scientist, I should say, not doctor, the scientist. Yeah, he, he, he's the only one that's, I believe, that's about the evil, the Doctor Eggman dude. Yeah, that's yeah. the that's the only one I can see guaranteed to that. This is how that stuff plays out. I like guess. he, because he was the he was the main one worried about Shigaraki getting out the cage, not the heroes. He was the one. Oh, because he like cause he's not like, left um, Oh, it's like a shadow situation where it's like, oh, I'll put him in the pod. Now it's like, dang man, he's he too powerful now. Yeah, so it probably it probably going to that realm. That's the only thing I can see, but I'm wrong ninety percent of the time. I can see that too. Um, but I think the reason why he should die, my opinion, is like if he he smoked the kids, like all these freaking nobles are kids, so he had, he has to go out. So you're saying there's no way for Isaac to die. Aizawa could die, but I don't see him dying because he hasn't had the um, the setup. Like how, like all my, like all my. Like, he don't necessarily. I mean, his setup could be his death. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to have him die. Then we get a flashback. Listen, man, I just need bootleg Akashi to take the to, 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 to take the knee, bro. Tired of folks. I mean, if Aizawa dies, he dies. But I, I would have want if I, I want him to have more. Shigaraki's first kill, and I don't know, but like like Detro said, like all my shit died, but he's not nowhere near. It wouldn't it, ca- would, it wouldn't be too impactful for me because I kind of feel like he already died technically. Like his his whole thing with all for one, I think that's like the final. Like okay, see you all my. Like, if he would have just died now, I mean, I think it would be cool. Because it's like, oh, snap. Like, oh, Jiraiya's dead. Um, but, like, 
I don't know. I just I think like it would be if he because to to raise the stakes, like if he were to kill someone like Hawks or Endeavor, like someone yeah. who's in like the top five hero, like he just out the out the gate, he comes out that pod and he's like, You get smoked, you get smoked. He's smoking top heroes, and then like the world sees that he's smoking these top heroes, it's like, yeah, this little nigga is a threat. Like, we gotta do something about this. Like, if he were to like kill out, come out and like kill like maybe like present Mike, it'd be like, okay. That's true. I mean, there's there's people that like President Mike. So you write Killing Aizawa, or the reason why I'm not saying Endeavor because that's Dobby, but that's all Dobby. So unless like Shigaraki names Endeavor and then Dobby comes and finishes the job, then yeah, I see Endeavor dying too. But I don't know. Um, I think maybe that's that's the thing though. I think like some. Class one A, she gets smoked, or someone from Class One A she gets smoked. <laughs> it, and that'd be more impactful. I'm just saying. Do you think? Do you think they would kill off like freaking Sue or um the alien chick? Like 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 the one of the and I hate to say this word, one of the the waifus of Class One A, just to piss the audience off. If I would do it, if it was me, I wouldn't kill Sue, but I kill like uh, acid chick or like Momo. I mean, I, like, Toko, I don't think Toko Yami died, but if he, if he dies, that's a, that's a good death. Um, like a Kirishima, Kirishima or a Kaminari or an Ida, like those, one of them getting smoked would be a good way to raise the stakes. Like they're not upper echelon, but they're not at the bottom, they're in the middle. And you know, something like that. Um, but I'm, I'm just interested in who's dying. Like, I keep speculating. I still don't see... Only person that's died is twice. I didn't really care about him much. So I want... I need more death. As uh, edgy as I sound. Um, that's it for my hero. Uh, Black Clover was cool. Luck caught a body. Lucky, lucky to get a power-up. Shout out to Luck. Uh... What else happened in that show? I don't remember. Um, now to One Piece. I'll I'll try to be quick with it, but um, I'm just really really happy with the chapter with the uh, Flying Six because um, I I felt like like last chapter I'm like okay if you're gonna focus on them please let them have some importance to the story and the designs are cold so I'm like okay since Oda didn't give any like and like if they came out and they had like some gag designs or some of them are like goofy, I'm like, yeah, they're just filler fights. I mean, they still are kind of filler fights, but it's going to be a little bit more interesting because now there's a little bit more story behind the Flying Six that they're all previous captain, like their previous ex captains who were the title beat and brought into his crew. So they're all basically like Luffy's. Like they're not supernova, but they're like they're like supernova. So. That's interesting, and in that they're all comparable to be able to challenge a commander. So that means there's six commander level um, character, like there's six commander level sub, sub uh, subordinates in Kaido's crew besides just his own commander, and that automatically puts him above Big Mom and Whitebeard for me in terms of like strength in the crew. Kaido, Kaido's out here, like six commander level, like maybe. 
that's that's deep. That's real deep. Like if he pulled up to Marine Corps with these people, he would do a way better job than what happened with the white people. So I'm I'm interested in what's going on with them. Uh, other than that, I don't know anything else. Oh yeah, shout out to um Title Son being named Yamato. It was like a bunch of. Like, I feel like that's just and, the, um, the thing that like he's gonna be a real nigga. You think he's gonna be? Weak? I said no, a real nigga. Cause like you can't uh, you can't have a name like Yamato, you know. Shout out to Earl Black Clover and be a scrub. Yeah, you know me like you got to be somebody to get that name Yamato. Exactly. So, um, there's 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 some people are speculating that, and I didn't see this when I first read the chapters. This is why we watch um, reviews and look at the Discord because Oda does do a lot of like little stuff in the chapters that I don't catch. But there's somebody looking at Jinbei and Robin and the Straw Hats walk off. And like a tiny, I mean, it wasn't a tiny silhouette. It was like a grown silhouette. It, was, it wasn't a child. It was like somebody. So people are saying that's Yamato. So and Zoro wandered off and Luffy wandered off or like a kid wandered off so maybe one of them going to run into him. Hopefully, I hope he's really strong. I hope he's like Right in commander level or like in between, like I, I doubt, like I highly doubt he's like double level. I highly doubt he's level, level. But he should be like in like like top, like like, like a Sabo, not Sabo, but like because I see Sabo like he's in between Admiral and first commanders. So I hope Kaido's son is like close to that, and that could be a good fight for whoever that is not. So, um, I'm I'm hyped for that. I'm excited. Uh, a lot of like the One Piece haters like really turning around, which is funny because this chapter was really good because we got dialogue with Straw Hats for once in a long time. Um, like people were written, barely had any issues with the chapter. That's a parent. So shout out to Oda. Um, shout out to that plan. Too. Last week, yeah, that plan. <laughs> Twenty years of blood. Sweat and tears gone because Luffy got mad. <laughs> oh, with the, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Hey, Law said it. He said that uh, don't follow the plans and that he's going to do what he wanted to do. Hey, Detroit, you remember that uh, that conversation in the chat we had about like if Spider Man could um, invade the hidden leaf? Let's change that. Yo, to, yeah. Let's, let's, let's change that to Straw Hats. <laughs> it made the end leaf because we know how we know how trash we know how trash the leaf security is. But dog, we know how yeah, no. re re yeah. re something Luffy's crew is. Dog, <laughs> no, 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 no. I believe they would get caught. Do I believe Luffy crew will make it out alive? Of course, because it's the leaf. <laughs> so, do I? But in terms of in terms of like, bro, they're not getting past the freaking. The forest. <laughs> like they get caught in the training ground. So. <laughs> bro, Sanji go see Lady Sonata. It's over, bro. Hey, freaking, yeah, freaking, so freaking Luffy gonna be like Ichiraku Ramen. Ramen? I want ramen. They're gonna scream ramen <laughs> loud. I'm trying to find out a swordsman. <laughs> so I'm scared of better swordsman than Zoro. <laughs> Hey, Technically, he hey, is. Hey, he has he has the cheat known as uh, hey, man. Shutting gun. It's over. <laughs> man can summon lightning at will. <laughs> Bro, this is gonna be hilarious. Well, 
I think, but yet, like, Luke is on something else. So I, 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 I wonder who's he going to fight, though. Because, like, unless he's just going to conquer Saki every day, there's got to be someone, like, comparable in that room. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to be. He might just throw a wrench in it. But I think that's it for real. I'm thinking, oh, I mean, this is something related. I've been doing a lot of writing. For my, if you listen to this, um, I mentioned it before that I had like a comic that I was working on. But there's a webtoons competition coming up, and I'm working on um, short stories for that. So that's something that um, I'm working on, thinking about watching. Really excited and doing it. I'm actually doing two. Uh, I forgot, I didn't tell you guys this, but the uh, short story that I wrote for my writing class, my teacher was like really goading me into pursuing that and you know, expounding upon that. Mm-hmm. And the webtoons thing said you could submit more than one. So the short story I did for class is shorter than the one I'm working on currently. So if I'm able to finish um, or get to a good point with this one, then I'll work on the second one. But uh, yeah, that, that's. That's basically what I'm at. So, yeah, that's it for me. Cool. Nice. Uh, uh, so, for me, um, I'll start with reading. I read the One Piece chapter. Shout out to Luffy. Luffy, I, if, I, if I ever talk stuff about Luffy in these podcasts, because it's freaking Luffy. Um, but Luffy is one of my favorite characters, so... And I'm not mad at Luffy. Like, if he ruins the plan, I'm not going to be... Because it's Luffy. Like, if anything, if the next chapter goes and he goes, like, you know what? I'm not going to ruin this plan. I'd be mad because it goes against everything that Luffy stands for as a character. (laughs) Like, I'm not mad at Luffy for what he's about to do. It's freaking Luffy. So, um, that's like like expecting Goku to, like, not fight a strong opponent. It's not going to happen. But... That was it. And then I caught up on Webtoons. Webtoons had a really good, um, specifically Lord Olympus. Lord Olympus had a really good chapter today. Um, because one of the things that they deal with in that chapter is like uh like sexual trauma, basically, uh, with the main character. Uh I don't know how to pronounce her name. I know it's like Persephone, I think is the yeah. but I pronounce it Fesperone for some reason. So I, I don't care if I'm offending anybody. So Fesferone, uh in this in the story, she uh, she essentially gets raped by Apollo. Not like it's not, not necessarily like he forced himself on her, it's more like he coerced her, co- caressed, caressed her, coerced her into basically having like he kept asking her, like, hey, you wanna have sex? Hey, you wanna have sex? And basically she kind of went along with it, which is still rape. Um so in this chapter, she was she was basically she got the courage to basically go like, I'm going to tell people about what happened. And it turns out like during, during that whole event, he took pictures of it. So he basically like blackmailed her and like, Hey, if you say anything, I'll release these photos. But the way that the author handles issues like that, I do, I really like it. So I just wanted to point that out. Like if you, if you're into romance like me, especially if you also like Greek mythology like me, but you also like, it's a kind of, it's not like, you know, sugars and rainbows, like they deal with real issues, real romance issues that might happen depending on certain aspects of uh, like relationships. I highly recommend you watch, uh, you read Lord Olympus. I, I, w- I would like you to read Lord Olympus too, DC, especially since like, I 
think the webtoons comic is like it's the the subjects for the short stories are like romance and mystery and Lord Olympus is one of the best like American romances I've read to date. Like I, I love that series. So that's what I read. Um watching watch the Justice League movie. Um I watched the best American anime, uh aside from Corey in the house, which is Friends. Um I'm on season two. And I just got to the part where Ross finally, you know, he got the girl, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Jennifer Aniston. Uh, I like that. I don't know. It's something about that show that I just really like. Like it's, it's, it's sometimes like super freaking corny humor, but I find myself getting more drawn to that than anything, especially when it comes to white people doing white people stuff. I just find that funny. Um, so yeah, friends is awesome. Um, I, I don't know if I'll be able to watch all of it. I'm going to try. I'm going I'm to try to finish all of Friends. And I, just, I know it's 10 seasons. And shout out to that fact that I found out about, like, Friends. I was Googling some random facts. And apparently, like, by season, I want to say by season, like, eight or nine, like, the final three seasons, each episode, the actors were making a million dollars per episode. Really? Yes. Yes, the, the the Friends actor, if you Google it up, the Friends actor made bank off of that show, dog. Like, it started off that they were making, like, a hundred, like, a couple hundred thousand in the first couple seasons. But then because the, the show got so, it was so successful, they were able to go, like, hey, you, you got to pay us. So they was making a milli per episode, like, from season eight to ten. They they made bank off that show. So shout out to them for that finesse. Um, it's that... Um, uh, I didn't watch Tower of God this episode. I'll watch it later. Um, I believe that is it. Um, as for playing, uh, just like Daytrail, um, instead of going back and playing old games, you know, I know how to cash a check, nigga. I bought a whole bunch of games. Uh, so uh, <laughs> they had a, a Golden Week sale uh, on the PlayStation Store. So one day I was just like, you know what? After I did my budgeting, I was like, you know, let me buy some games. So I ended up buying four games. Um, and normally each of those games would have cost me $60, but I was able to get all four of those games for uh, $80. So I got uh, Fate, Fate Extella Link. For those who know the Fate series, it's like a Musou game. So Dynasty Warriors Fate game about uh Valkyria Chronicle 4 and 1. Uh and then I bought The City of Final Fantasy. Um NT. I don't know what the NT stands for. Uh but I've been playing those games. Uh I start off for I start off for, of, of with the old games I've been playing. So Trials of Mana. I played a little bit of that. Um so currently I think I'm like 10 hours into the game. Maybe 10 hours. Really enjoying the game. I'm about to get into a class changing system. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and then I played, of course, I played Soccer Wars. I, I I got through the lolly chapter. Thank God there was nothing. There, there was nothing too bad that happened in that chapter. So I, I like the way that they're hand, so far they're handling the way this guy interacts with these underage female characters very well. Because I was because when I got to the Lollies chapter, I was very, very scared that they were gonna do some like over sexualization stuff. They didn't, thank God for that. 
Um, so currently right now I am on the chapter of uh, Black Queen Anastasia. So I'm looking forward to see what happens in, in that. Um, so I played, um, so the first game that I played out of the four games that I just bought was uh, Fate, Estella Link. Um, like I mentioned before, this is a Dynasty Warriors Fate game. I like it um story-wise and i'm pretty sure chris knows because he watched the fate series i don't know what the fuck is going on nor do i care um all i know is is that i'm playing these people i'm playing these people that wield swords and they can do awesome shit and i'm cool with that i think this game but and i'm not mad at it but like this game treats is it, it acts as though like you know everything about fate and it's just like i don't because they were talking about like the moon and wizards, wizards like being able to go into the moon as digital avatars and like seraph and like, I'm, they they throwing all they're throwing all these terms at me and it's going in one ear and out the other. Uh, but so story wise, I can't say anything. I don't know what's going on. Um, Gameplay wise, it's 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 you. It's a unique sort of muso because this game isn't made by. Uh, uh, Koei Tecmo. For those who don't know, the Dynasty Warriors series is made by. It was kind of revolutionized by Koei Tecmo and most of like you know One Piece Pirate Warriors, uh, even Persona Five Scramble. Like those games are made by that company. So it's like you kind of know what to expect with those games. This is a Muso game that's not developed by them, so it has a few differing elements as far as how it handles. Although they do have some similar things, like I know in, in One Piece Pirate Warriors 4, they have like the little skill sets that are assigned to like, um, like if you press R1 and a button, they'll do like a specific command. They have that in this game. But for the most part, um, I, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, it's, uh, it's again, like another one of those. I think for the most part, all the games that I bought are games that I don't necessarily have to um, think you know, I don't really have to, it's like sleeper games. Like I, I can just play it without having to worry about, you know, who am I going to romance or who am I, what, what choices do I have to make? None of that complex stuff. I'm good on that. So I'm really enjoying Fate. Uh, and then we're going to move on to uh, about, well, no, Dissidia. Uh, so oof, I'm going to take out of school again. Uh, uh, but Dissidia was originally a game that was made on the PSP. There were two games. It was like the City of Final Fantasy and then the City of Final Fantasy 012 Dewey Decim, weird ass name. Um, but it was like essentially a a fighter game for Final Fantasy that unfortunately was not very well known because that game was actually how I got into the Final Fantasy series. So I was playing this game and I was like, oh, these characters are cool. Like, I wonder what games they came from. And then that's how I kind of got into the world of Final Fantasy through those games. Uh, this game was developed, the, the one on the PlayStation 4, The City of Final Fantasy NT, was developed by Koei Tecmo. Uh, shout out to them chasing that bag. And Team Ninja, too. Um, shout out to them for also chasing that bag. But, yeah, uh, it's weird because it doesn't play like the PSP games. And it's a little bit more stiffer. It take, it's, it's taking me some getting used to because this game focuses more on the online aspects 
of the game. And I thought this game was dead, but apparently it's not. Like, I, I went into an online match, like, yesterday, and I was like, okay. People still play this game online. That's insane. Uh, but uh, I'm enjoying it so far. I'm going to be playing the story mode shortly because that's kind of why I play these games for their, their stories. Um, and then this game also made me kind of go like, man, I wish that they would re- re-release or remaster the original PSP Dissidia games on the PlayStation 4. I would instantly pre-order that stuff because those games were fucking fun. Um, so that was Dissidia. And then I didn't play the original Valkyria Chronicles, but I did play 4. And I really like it. If you are a fan of strategy RPGs, this is a game for you. Um, more specifically because of how unique it is. Um, so one thing, one thing off the bat that I like about this game is that for people who play kind of like Fire Emblem or this guy kind of games like that, where you kind of have to, when it comes to leveling up your units, you kind of level them up, level them up individually. In Valkyria Chronicles, it's more so each, there are classes. So there's a scouter class. Um, I think they call them, what do they call them? Storm, I don't know. I don't think it's Storm Troopers. It's something Troopers, Shock Troopers. So Scouters, Shock Troopers, uh, Lancers, Snipers, uh, Engineers, and uh, Grenadiers. Um, and instead of having like each like kind of character specific unit develop experience and level up that way. The experience is tied to the class itself. So after each battle, you net like a bunch of XP. And essentially you kind of go to like this training camp where you can level up your scouter class, or you can level up your, you know, shock trooper class. And when you level it up to like level two, everybody who's in that class is leveled up to level two. So I really like that because it kind of takes away the stress of me kind of going like, oh, I like this specific unit, but I don't want my other units to fall behind in experience. It's a great way for you to kind of go like, okay, especially experimenting, because another unique thing about this game is that there's no real like stats per se. Um, Each unit in the game has uh, traits. And those traits are associated with specific abilities that they can do while you're in the midst of battle. So say, for instance, I have this scout, right, that I like. Her name is like Teresa. One of her traits is that she she doesn't like um, inorganic things. So whenever she is near like a tank or something like that, it lowers her accuracy. Or she has another ability where it's she's a hoarder. So because of that, Every time, like, there's certain instances where I want to, say, for instance, like, heal one of my party members. She won't do it because she's, like, you know, she's a hoarder, so she doesn't want to do that kind of stuff. So it's, like, you, you can kind of play around with who to send, who, who do you want to really prioritize, and the chemistry of the, the unit itself. Because each unit has other units that they like or dislike. And if you pair those units up with... Um, certain other allies, they also have chance, they have like a high chance of joining in, in to um, attack specific units. So that's really cool, like a follow-up attack. Um, so I would say in this game, well, it's not it's not on sale anymore, but the first Val- Valkyria Chronicles 4 and uh, the original one were on sale as a bundle pack for just $20, which was a steal for me. Um, so I, I had to hop on that and uh, buy it. Story-wise, it's 
it's kind of catching me so far because essentially you're in this middle you're in the middle of like this second european war is what they're calling it um you're in charge of this squad called squad e and basically you're fighting this empire that is a bad guy and you're good guys so it's like kind of star wars stuff um but i i really do enjoy it just because um it's a unique srpg and it's not like so it's not like turn-based it's more so it's hard to explain but essentially you kind of have this map of units and when you click on a unit it kind of goes into like a real-time mode where you're like actually controlling the unit walking them away you can position them behind like you know sandbags you can climb up ladders and position them like your snipers there and you can actually like aim and shoot at troops as well it's kind of like a mix of XCOM with like realistic kind of like call of duty stuff so it's a really fun game and i highly recommend if you kind of like that kind of if you kind of like that style of gameplay this is a game for you um and then also um the last game that i played was og final fantasy 7 i know i played a lot of games i'm sorry um OG Final Fantasy VII, I played the first hour of the game just because I wanted to kind of get into the flow of it because I do plan on beating this game again on my PS4. Uh, and when when we mentioned last week that Final Fantasy VII, was, they padded the game, <laughs> that's a huge understatement. So like the first hour of like the Final Fantasy VII remake, you're still in the Mako Reactor bombing. In the first First hour of OG Final Fantasy VII, not only have you bombed the Mako reactor, but you're now on your way to bomb the second Mako reactor. In the remake, you have like three chapters in between the first bombing and the second bombing but to do like other stuff. So it's like they, when they were like, okay, let's take the first five hours of Final Fantasy VII, OG Final Fantasy VII and stretch it for like 40 hours. I did not know how fast they kind of sped things up in Final Fantasy VII, and it's kind of funny because when I got back from the first Mako reactor, and then like Tifa, Tifa came up and she was like, "Okay, let's go bomb the second one now, Cloud." Like, oh, okay, uh, that was pretty interesting. So that's all I've been playing uh, this week. I know it's been a lot, but like everybody's been saying, COVID got me feeling like I gotta keep myself entertained. So I had bought a bunch of games that are on sale keep me entertained um and also one last thing one piece treasure cruise is having its sixth anniversary event on tuesday depending on how things go you may or not you may or may not see me going to an angry rant for the following podcast next week so stay tuned for that i got smoke in the free summer i got smoke smoke those free summers are garbage it just don't even don't even take those it's 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 cool but it's trash uh it's I, i'm just I, i'm glad i'm not getting good luck on those banners because i'm if some, i'm telling you uh, the new units that are coming out for the sixth anniversary is like a new gear force snake man luffy a new katakuri a new black beard and a new sabo and y'all already know i'm a sabo stand so i'm I, I gotta go i gotta i gotta go broke the sabo so i'm looking forward to it's tuesday tuesday is when it starts so I, I'll let y'all know next podcast how things went. All right. Cool. Moving on. So as we mentioned in our uh, reading, watching, plan, 
we all watch uh, Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. And all I can say was beautiful. So, I'm going to give each of us about five minutes to give our initial thoughts on it. Uh, you'll know when five minutes come around, when you hear a certain sound clip, sound clip play. Just letting you know, I right, wrap it up. So, but, um, who wants to go first? Or just want me to go first? Like normal. We'll just go our normal order. Uh, I'll go first because I don't really have much thought and much to say. Um, All right. Uh, so for me, I've really enjoyed the DC, ECACU, right? The, the, this DC Cinematic Animated Universe, whatever. <laughs> um, I because it, it all started with like Flashpoint, uh, and I remember watching that movie when that movie came out in 2013. So that was shortly after I graduated uh, middle school, I think. So. I, I like that movie. Um, I think the one good thing I do like about this movie is that, because I had no, I had like zero expectations going into this movie. I know Tyler was like hyping it up in the in the chat. So when Detroit was like posted the link up, I was like, all right, let me check it out. Um, that movie is dark. Like, no kidding, the, the title Justice League Dark just tells you off that, the setting of the movie. Because I wasn't expecting mugs to get smoked like that. Like, the the scene where they show the Teen Titans getting clapped and Starfire lying on the ground with her legit guts sticking out, I was like, oh okay, all right, Dark Side. Um, but I think the one thing is that it's like it's weird, right? Where it's like you have a fin- Infinity War, which kind of built up Thanos, and like Endgame was more so around like the Avengers themselves. This movie was like kind of like a mixture. Because there wasn't really a lot of emphasis on Dark Side, where it was like he yeah, he did a lot of bad stuff, but the movie was more so prioritized on like the after effects of what he did because like like they go it shows them going through the boom tube and then it's like oh two years later Earth is destroyed and then they kind of show you what Dark Side did through flashbacks or how you meet certain other characters. It's like okay. So it's no, it's not, it's more so like show, not tell. It's not like a, a huge exposition dump about like how bad Dark Side is. You can tell how bad Dark Side is based off of character interactions in the world around them. So I appreciated that, um, and I like the the significance of Constantine because I do remember seeing the the first Justice League Dark movie. Um, when they kind of started to introduce Constantine, and I, I like this character, and he was very, very important in this movie. Shout out to him. Um, Raven was as well. Surprisingly, Damian Wayne was too. Um, and and Superman. I'm glad that they gave Superman his shine, and, and I, I I'm kind of mixed about the ending because it's like the ending. While I like it it kind of also takes away the severity of the movie in terms of like, it's kind of like, Oh man. It, Cause I did, I remember reading a comment about this where somebody was like, it's like, Oh man, the world is, uh, is destroyed. And it's like, Hey flash, go back in time real quick. <laughs> like that's kind of how like the, the justice league movies are. It's just like, Oh man, this, this, this future sucks. Yeah. Go back in time flash. So fix this up. Uh, so it kind of takes away the, 
the whole like impact of how dark the timeline is if you can just have you have the reset button known as flash um it still sucks what they did to my man. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. on that trail mill, uh, that treadmill juiced up, dog. I'm sorry for folks. And that was another thing I liked about the movie. They, whoo, what they did to them Justice League members, dog, oof. Big oofs on that, dog. Like, I was like, jeez, man. Like, what they did to uh, Aquaman's wife specifically, they turned her into a whole freaking lobbyist, dog. Like, that, that sucks. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty it for me. Like, I really liked the movie. I liked it more so as, as, as far as like it being DC's end game, because of the fact that they didn't have to worry about children being in the audience, I kind of enjoyed it more than end game because they could kind of go all the way with like character deaths and how brutal dark side is as a villain. Um, like, like I said before, the ending kind of takes away some of the severities of it. Um, but I do like it because it's like a bit essentially DC going like, hey, we're going to, you know, basically making it a way for them to make more movies without them kind of like regurgitating storylines in the current universe. Um, and then also like that they're starting the new universe with the Superman movie, because I think the, the next one is supposed to be uh superman man of tomorrow that's the next dc animated movie they're working on so it starts off with superman so that's pretty cool but i do like how in this in this kind of like dark side kind of justice league trilogy or not trilogy but a whole bunch of movies it started with flashpoint and it kind of ends with flashpoint so i did like that scene. so all in all because i like to give ratings because ratings are awesome right um I'll give the movie a solid nine out of 10. I really liked it. It's one of DC's best animated films. Um, and I highly recommend you watch it. But if you do watch it, you kind of have to watch some of the old ones because you might get a little bit confused about you know, certain character plots and uh, storylines. So you got a good little marathon to go for. Yeah. And that's it for me. All right. So uh, I'll go. Uh, so for me, I still call it the dark side highlight tape without him actually like doing much. But what he did was still that shit. Um, pretty much, I would say, like, for me, it's a classic case of maybe Superman should have just chilled a little bit and thought shit out because this the whole situation could have been avoided. And I was talking to Tyler about this. This whole situation could have been avoided simply if Superman maybe listened to Lex and said, hey, Maybe we should, like, figure out what the hell's going on before we know what the hell we're running into. And, like Cam said, when they went through that boom tube, uh, niggas got washed. Like, niggas got washed. Obliterated. You knew it was you knew it was bad when it, like, cut, cut into a cyborg's eye. <laughs> exactly. Dark side. Was, like, the moment, <laughs> gee, seeing dark side just watch the niggas watch, say, oh, yeah, these niggas think they're going to pull up. And they want, and they're gonna leave the kids on Earth. Oh yeah, gee, I'm, I'm about to go crazy. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. Like he, like Dark Side was a, a mood that whole movie. G. He didn't say much, but like his actions, his strategy said all I need to know. The fact he turned Batman into his goddamn uh, bitch. sidekick, his bitch. bitch. <laughs> I respect. I respect it, bro. I really do. Uh, 
I kind of I was hurt seeing Nightwing literally become a failed experiment because of the, Ooh, uh, boy, because the uh, what you call it again? Um, yeah, Lazarus Pit. Yeah, the Lazarus Pit. That that kind of hurt me, bro. I was like, dog, that man just sitting there like wilding out, bro. Like I felt bad, but uh, also shout to Darkseid showing racism because he didn't have to do John Stewart, aka the Black uh, Green Lantern, like that. G. Gee. Why Gee. you, you it, like, bro? Even though I applauded it because I'm like, I am a sucker for villains just doing badass shit. But bro, he did not have to send a portion of Earth's core to destroy for one the uh, the, the Green Lantern lantern thingy, and then literally turn that man to ashes as he's literally saying the creed and all of that. Let that nigga a skeleton, dog. And then turned to ashes, bro. Like dog. But um, overall, I, I really enjoyed the uh, the story in itself. Uh, it was interesting seeing Superman literally have a crypt- kryptonite tattoo on his chest. Uh, it was hilarious, <laughs> and also made me realize that man needs to learn a martial art or something because gee, he really has no hands outside of just literally just I'm gonna overpower you. Super strength. Uh, no, but it's it's okay, Chris, because. Uh... Uh, dark side turned into a walking uh, monster's energy ad. That's also true. <laughs> That's also very true. But uh, I enjoyed it. Of course, I was expecting a, a flash reset because hey, they said the Earth was going to be destroyed either way. So they were, it was an L. <laughs> either way, it was a you just lessened the L. But uh, I enjoyed. It. I liked uh, Superman's arc, Raven's uh, little story arcs, Constantine's arc was uh, Constantine was hilarious. And also the little demon thing, I forgot his name. Uh that dude was the MVP. Yes. He was the yeah, MVP yeah. G. He was the MVP. Even though Wonder Woman got that man to fuck up out of here. He was still the real MVP, bro. He just wanted to he just wanted to fight, G. He just oh. wanted a challenge. But uh but Did you know, that. uh Chris, twenty twenty, you know what I'm saying? Did you know that Constantine was bisexual? I did not know that because once they said uh the King Shark thing, I was like Okay. I did you think that was a joke at first? I thought it was, but then like he was I, joking? I did I you know me, I wiki of things and I was like, Okay. Cook. Yeah, like he's actually yeah, I, I was like, Oh, okay. He's actually yeah. biased. I thought and you were talking like, about me and my dad argued about that. No, he's actually yeah, bisexual. They confirmed it in <laughs> okay. the interview. I could just imagine. It makes it a little more funny. Yeah. I was like, Wow. Why just, can't wow. Shark- I, maybe King Shark was a human before or something. I guess I that that's I just don't need to think about that. Either way, it was really I, good. I don't know how that worked. But... I don't want to think about it. Uh, but either way, that wrapped myself up. But really good. Uh, nine out of ten. Uh, I wouldn't be I wouldn't have been mad if they gave us an extra like twenty minutes. But I'm not really mad at uh how it ended and everything. But yeah, really good. I'll go. Um, I like. I agree with um, Cam in terms of like. I really liked the movie a lot, but the ending kind of was like it wasn't meant for me. I just expected. I don't know what I expected. Yeah. I just didn't expect that ending because it's like. I mean, I'm not saying every time. Like, I mean, like now that you mention it, it is cool that they started this uh, constant video out. With, Flashpoint and ended with another flashpoint. I just expected a different turnout. I don't know. But looking in 
into it a little bit more and hearing your insight thinking about it. It's not that bad. It's pretty standard. So like I don't I don't hate it. I mean I don't I never hate it but I have to say but like I really like we talk about dark side bro. Trigon was getting that ass. Oh Trigon, yeah. Trigon was watching. Yo, Trigon. Yeah. <laughs> so, Trigon and then when he came yeah. super Trigon, bro. Different. Bro, he was getting. He said, I heard you was a new god. <laughs> bro, he was on his head the whole time, and I loved everything. And like, bro, when the boom tube came up, the dark side was trying to get away. No, he's like, like come in, nigga. He said, no, bro, we still got these hands, G. I was hurt. I was really hurt when I saw. Um, when I saw like Nightwing get stabbed like that, and oh, yeah. a straight jacket in the room that messes with that messed with me. Um, I like Barbara got smoked, like smoked just like quick. You know, they killed um, the Bat family off quick in that movie, dog. Real <laughs> quick, bro. Like it was <laughs> snippet. Hey man, no pair of doom for uh, hungry, bro. Shazam, Shazam got put out. Freaking Superboy got his neck snapped. I was like, it was just carding, bro. This movie really caught it. Um, I think my favorite my favorite parts were in the beginning, establishing Matthew Constantine. And he's like my favorite character in this movie. I just, I like how, because I didn't expect that twist to where Zatanna was the one that took that impulse on. Oh, uh, yeah. Because I'm like, oh, this guy's a scumbag when he left. We found out that he left, and I felt kind of bad. And I'm like, okay, why are you all of a sudden doing some type of way now? Like, oh, and then when they said, oh, Bats told her to do it, I'm like, oh, that's that's dope. Like, like that's a cool way to add in like that. Man, like that that was that was. Um, oh, Bat- like oh Batman told us to do that. I didn't catch that. Yeah. Yo, Batman is Batman was playing freaking 6D chess in that movie, dog. Yeah, Batman said, nigga, there's a reason why he got in the movie shit. Uh, I think I, mean, overall, I, I really like the animated movies, bro. I think like I didn't watch all the movies. I've only seen Flashpoint and uh Justice League War and something else. Oh yeah, one of the Teen Titans and uh, Batman, some of that. Like, oh, did you see uh, Teen Somebody. Titans versus Justice League? I saw a snippet of it. Uh, but I know it somewhat happened. I, I saw a snippet. Yeah, I saw a snippet of it. I didn't watch the movie. Uh, so I, I kind of knew what was going on, but at the same time, I was a little uh, confused. But over throughout the movie, I figured everything out. But yeah, like it, it, I'm going to go back and watch the rest of them because this was just so good. I for, I forgot that DC really comes with it with the animation uh, movie. So yeah, I, I really liked it, bro. It, it, was, it was dope. Um, it's not my favorite DC animated, but it's in there. It's like top five. Number one is still right under the. Your friend on the classic. That one. That's my number one favorite. This was. Like, I agree with you too, Cam. Like the fact that it's like they didn't worry about kids. I cringed when I saw what Dark Side was going to Justice League when they had that montage and stuff he was doing. Um, 
what he did the flash like yikes inside work like, like he's just in a he's a turn wall. that nigga to a motherboard G bro <laughs> Uh, like anything that Thanos did, like Thanos poking vision, looks like nothing compared to the dark side. Nah, I don't know. Uh, that's it for me. So, for me, I enjoyed the movie um, really, really much. I am, I am more of a DC fan than a Marvel fan, and it's by a very, very large margin. Um, so. A couple of things, right? I am a freaking Superman stance to the day I die. And the fact that my man got branded by Kryptonite, I was like, all right, this movie's about to be something else, right? So a lot of y'all said was right. Like, you know, so to just get the end out the way, they kind of had to do it because you would leave yourself in, like, continuity hell if you just come back and Superman and Justice League just chilling. Uh, yeah, so you yeah. kind of get because I think the the movie, uh, except for a couple of um one offs, all the movies are legit in a straight line. Yeah, so you yeah. kind of yeah, in are, case yeah. they want to just cut it off and then put it back. Then understandable. I I was like that at the end too, so I had to go watch a couple of explain videos because <laughs> I was like I don't kind of like this ending, but I understood it. It um, makes sense, but it it doesn't know less than take the severity of it out because it's kind of like in a and i don't want to take out too much of your time it's kind of like in a super in the resurrection f movie when frieza destroyed the planet and then Weiss was like oh i could just reverse my, my, yeah like it's like it yeah it makes sense what they had to do it doesn't take out the fact that it's, it's like everything that happened in that movie is just less severe because you have a reset button called the flash yeah and hopefully but what has been said is like and that's what i want to bring up I, hopefully, and this was been hinted on that everybody's going to remember what happened mm. because it's not necessarily Flash going back; it's Flash warning them what Darkseid is about to do. Oh, so uh, Wait, so he's you know, not so, going to so save his. He's, he's not going to like stop his mom from dying. No, he's warning what he's warning what um, Darkseid is about to do. Because remember, so this movie is based off of what. The what you call it was going to be, and you remember in the Justice League in one of the few movies when Batman. That's why it's like the dark timeline when Batman saw the Parademons and stuff mm-hmm. in that Justice League movie. That's what this is. So you remember in that movie also Flash was warning him like, "Yo, it's crazy." Who out the bam? That's what that's what he about to do. It's basically about oh. to tell Batman the smartest dude in the universe. Tell him Dark Side is coming, and it ain't about to be no game. So he basically using Flash to stop the darkest timeline. That's the theory going in it. That's why the quote was, you can change something that you want to, and things like that. Whatever that quote was, what Flash's mother said, and what Constantine said at the end. That's why he went back. Um, So, uh, yeah. um, All in all, like, I like the movie. I like the... So, like you were saying, like, the kids... In the like, not worrying about kids in the movie, death was gone. I also like that they didn't have an emphasis on death either. They, it was more of an emphasis on losing more than anything. Yep. Because after a while, a lot of those deaths, like uh, after a while, you just be like, "All right, niggas is dying," but you get used to it. <laughs> like yeah. I think after when she, when Shazam got smoked, I got used to it. I was like, "Yeah, 
And no, yeah. no, not even when Shazam but, got smoked. But another was, thing is they didn't focus on the deaths either. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, Shazam died. Yeah. Like, it, it was like, it was right, just like, on. Bye. All right, move on. I peeped that. <laughs> I peeped that when um when Damien's partner or his sister got shot in the head, he was like, rest well. Yeah, yeah. Just he was like, all right, let's go. Bro, that was so <laughs> casual. That was so casual, G. That's why I was like, you know what? All um, right, cool. They good, G. Like, 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 you, like you guys were saying, I think, so some of my favorite parts of the movie, right? Superman was one of the, the reason I like the Superman role, not because of what he did, but what he represented, Darkseid mm-hmm. put that ass on his chest and let him yeah, live, G. so that's the only resemble of hope, if not hearing no more. Yeah, G. Mm-hmm. And he let him walk really? around the earth being that only resemble, because that's what Superman is. That's what the ass on his chest oh. means. It means hope. Yeah. And the fact that he let him live with that, showing that he can't do anything. Yeah, shit. <laughs> that's like that's <laughs> crazy, bro. Um, and then, but you know, Superman not giving up. So what Chris said. Now, it wasn't Superman fault because regardless, they did not think they was going to have Paradoom. Yeah, G. They was going to have Paradoom. Yeah. You, saw, you saw when he tried to write yeah. uh, Paradoom. Doomsday the first time, G. Folks died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had Paradoom, G. So, like, and, like, Superman, like, it was it was the creation of the mother box in which nobody knew Dark Side was looking at. So it was it was kind of one nobody fought, but Superman knew the threat of what Dark Side was about to do. Dark Side was coming. Yeah. It's kind of and so he had to he had to fight them head on the toughest. That was the toughest of the toughest of the Justice League. Except for um the black Green Lantern, but we know what happened. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> um, I hate how they nerfed the Green Lantern. But um yeah, so like <laughs> a lot of people got like Vodorash, especially like more. two in particular, like um like they didn't even bring Aquaman back. He just was gone. Yeah, I was like, I was wondering what yeah. happened to him because I only saw his wife. I guess they was yeah, they just like, yeah, he's over here. gone. Um, <laughs> damn that, yeah, I think he was the, him and um Hal Jordan was the only two that was like they're dead dead. Um, I wanted more emphasis on Shazam, but understandably that Shazam he had one leg, so he couldn't do as much as he he thought he could. Um, uh, but. I was just like really wrapping it up for me. This goes to show what what actually I would just say a comic book movie can be. And in a sense, I know you know Marvel always raised the bar into cinematics and stuff. But when you always look deep down and dwell, like sometimes them stories are extremely shallow and pedantic, and it's okay. And looking at if you look at the track record of the the animated. DC shorts, I mean DC movies. They movies are like an hour and twenty minutes long. But they're so good, but yeah. contain <laughs> so much. So, and it's not so much that when you like, uh, what the heck was I watching? It's so much until you understood. Like this Dark Side movie, this was like Infinity War and Endgame in one movie, and it was a beginning, a middle, and an end. Like <laughs> it took seven years for other movies to do this in any genre. It took it take Dragon Ball got darn twenty episodes just to get done with the beginning. So it to show like that, and that's a craft in writing more than anything because yeah. you was able to hit key points. You was able to make the bit bang. You was able to bring hope. You was able to shatter that hope. You was able to make Constantine actually look like a a, a really great hero, even though he was a dingbag the whole movie. And I loved Constantine, and you you understood everything like the movie. 
in itself, was it the best movie of all time? Of course not. But was it a really, really good movie in which I needed to watch at that time? Yeah. Yes. Um, it, 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 I think, you know, it, it shows, like, how much you can do with a comic book movie. You don't have to... It's like shows Marvel. You don't have to make any story about Tony Stark ever again, bro. Like you can leave him dead. It shows that the DC freaking universe that yo, you can make stories dark as much as you want to. You don't have to put the guts, but it can be good. You don't have to compete because you got it right here. Like the source material is so good, bro. Like the stories that they adapt, they adapt. The real simple, it's not just dude. a run of it up. Like up, it's not just some run-of-the-mill um whatchamacallit stories. These are legit stories that comic book fans love, dog. And if they can just take that source material and make it the right way, we can even get another renaissance of comic book movies. But all in all, I enjoy the movie. I enjoy everything about it. I never gonna watch it again because I'm not a replay type of guy. But am I looking forward to other DC animations? Yeah, I'm probably going to... Look, bro, that kid's cartoon going to get a lot from me. Allegedly. Until it ends up in DC Universe. Do better. Uh, so, yeah. Man, <laughs> don't fall, do, do better. Please. Man, yeah, please, please do better. <laughs> do better. Because that app is really good. But uh, <laughs> So, I'm going to just breeze through the news real quick. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11 announced story DLC with three new characters. Enjoy. Have fun with that. Uh, Nintendo's teasing new wait, first party Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> hey, can't be breezing through stuff like this. Um, <laughs> you, you, just, you just can't. Like, you can't. Um, so, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna put it like this. Uh, fuck Warner Bros. That's just, that, that's just my movement on this. Um, <laughs> I think that DC. <laughs> the, that stuff is absolute fucking garbage. And so, this, here's my thing, right? And the reason why I'm saying this for all you Mortal Kombat fans, before you before you go up, like, shut the fuck up. I paid a hundred dollars, the bestest edition of Mortal Kombat when it originally came out. Now, yes, I know that in the thing it said like a hundred dollar comes with that, a couple skins, whatever, and the season pass all the characters cool. But the fact that like now you're coming out with this expansion pack, I already paid a hundred dollars for this fucking game. Now you want to. Draw, now you want me to drop forty more dollars? Oh, for, it don't come with the season pass. No, it doesn't. You have to. You have to. You have to. You have to pay forty dollars if you have the game already. So even if so, you if you pay sixty dollars, you're about to pay a hundred. If you got the, I think it's the eighty dollar edition, you're about to play pay one twenty. You were an idiot like me, and you brought the hundred dollar edition. You now about to uh, bust uh, one forty, like. <laughs> Especially if it's a story mode pack, are you are you out of your fuck? That should be free, dog. Why am I paying you to get continuation off of a story that was mid as hell? Mid, not good, not bad, just a bunch of mid sauce, dog. So now you want me to pay forty dollars to continue that, that mid story and to get three characters that have been in previous Mortal Kombat games? Fuck out of here. So like definitely yo hold this L Warner Brothers that that I don't I know a lot of people are excited for you know old RoboCop you know you know that that just upsets me the fact that it's in because I was watching a Jim Sterling video on this it's a good deal for people who haven't bought Mortal Kombat because essentially 
they could pay $60 and they get everything. But for people like me who supported the game originally before it came out, that's a slap in the face because now it's like, yeah, we know that, you know, we know you get, you bust, you, you, you put a dub on this, but we need you to uh, bust out some more. Give us $40 more. So yeah, no, fuck them. And I'm not with them. Also, three characters, and I just said, like, three characters is not an excuse to pay more money. And you kind of literally pander to the fans with this, and people want to even give you more money. You don't get your diehards, but, bro, you could have literally just put Melina in the game, too. Because if you put in RoboCop, ain't nothing wrong with putting Melina in here because the continuity stuff sucks already. So, like, you could have put Melina in the game. You could put more, like, I don't know. I don't know if they think Shiva is a console seller or a pusher. But yeah, Chris, that's so weird. I said the fan base actually been asking for Shiva, which is no, the fan base happy for everything, bro. The fan base was actually the pay happy for, for <laughs> or the, the fan base was happy for Baraka. The fan base was happy for Fujin. <laughs> there's a Fuji like, fan I, base G I can't I don't know why but Fuji has a fan base that's been I just the think the fan base was happy I can keep going bro the fan base was happy for Nighthawk oh I swear to god, god if they yeah. put Striker in the that fan game, base would be the happy fan base would be happy and it's the thing is the, the Mortal Kombat and I kind of fall into this ranks morons G cause it's like oh man I'm so glad she was returning but yeah you gotta you gotta bust $40 for a G for a character that you've been playing since you know your early days of gaming, now you got to bust forty dollars to play her in a new age. That just sucks. She don't even look as swollen as she used to. She look kind of, you know, no, nah, she still, she still will beat me up four t- times four, but it, she don't look as swollen as she used to. I don't care about like the, you know, the skin suits and stuff like that. Bump that. I'm talking about like the, the legit, you know, like muscles that she had in mind. They were different. <laughs> yeah, you gotta remember, G. Everybody was different. swollen, built crazy on nine too. <laughs> and it's 2022, so it's 2020 as well. So even, yeah, man. even, yeah, even monsters gotta look realistic, I guess. But um, that's that dialogue. Nintendo's teasing new first party releases, which included a, a Breath of the Wild sequel, Mar- and, uh, Metroid Prime, and a few other major stuff. Hey. Y'all think y'all really getting that Metro Prime? Yeah, I'm saying, bro, they they been teased those games, G. I'm still <laughs> waiting on. Okay, to, 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 let's keep it a buck. I'm still waiting on. I remember this specific E3. Uh, for us Atlas fans, we've been waiting years to hear news about Shimigami Tensei Five. They've dropped nothing of that game, and like Breath of the Wild Two, they dropped that. I think what was that like two. E3s ago, and then Metroid Prime has been in development. Metroid yeah. Prime, dang, they've been in development since the Wii U. Bro, bro, yes. they've been, they been since the Wii. announcing that game for junk, G. That shit is ass. But speaking of Nintendo, um, there is one there is one first-party game that's coming out uh, this month that I'm looking forward to, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles. So shout-out to Nintendo for releasing that. But, like, I, I five more years, dog. Five more mm. years. Uh, then... More COVID anime related stuff. First, uh, quintessential quintuplets anime is now delayed towards January 2021. So, golly, yep, because that was supposed to come out in the fall. Uh, something that was actually pushed back for this anime season my team romantic comedy snafu DC, you will be happy. Season three will be launching in July, in July of this year. 
And it yes, was, yes, I know. And it was something else. Uh, Attack on Titan got moved to the summer. I'm happy they finally. And it's the final season. I don't, I don't know what that means, but it's so. Wait, I think he got moved to the winter. It's either moved to the summer or moving to the winter. It was winter, in the summer. Two, it's but so it's, it's happening in 2020. It probably got pushed to the winter then because it was in the summer. So it's happening in 2020 and it's the final season. So that last episode of the anime is and apparently they said it's going to kind of be like how the other seasons was, which is going to be broken off in three parts. But I still don't know how that's oh, going to happen when, I, when the manga... Please don't take a hiatus, dog. I fucking hate hiatus. <laughs> I'm going to not watch that hiatus. shit, <laughs> 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 oh, no, I honestly don't know. Um, part of me, Part of me thinks... I don't know. Uh, but yeah. I don't and know. Also, Oda announced that even though the anime broadcast is currently delayed, preparations are underway behind the scenes so that the show can continue even in the current situation. So I, he's saying One Piece might be back sooner than we expect, I guess. So that's that. Um... That's it in terms of anime. And also, Cam, I'll let you talk about Inuyasha because I didn't read nothing about that shit, honestly. Me either. <laughs> the best, bro, the best the best show ever, the Kagome series is coming back. They ain't delayed that because that's, uh, so supposedly the anime is supposed to be coming out uh, fall 2020. Um, and it's supposed to, and I want to kind of have a little mini dialogue about this shit too because I've been noticing this being a factor when it comes to kind of old style anime games, come, old style anime coming back or like sequels. Essentially, is this is supposed to be Boruto, but with Inuyasha. Um, this is supposed to be um, Inuyasha and Kagome's daughter with um, uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this wrong, like Set, Setsu Hama. Seshomaru. Seshomaru and somebody else's daughter. Twin daughters. Um, so apparently um, uh, Shisomaru's twin daughters um, were being raised in the modern era and one day they went to the, the well that like separates them from like the, the old era of Japan um, and one of the twin daughters stayed in the well and then the other one stayed in, in the real world and she got raised by Kagome's brother um, and the other twin got raised by so I, I don't know fuck all about Inuyasha. So I'm, it sounds like you know, some bullshit. <laughs> oh, damn, I'm sorry, bro. Uh, this might sound like some shit. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not finished yet. Uh, <laughs> she got raised by somebody, and she's like a demon hunter. Um, so one day the the daughter who was stuck in the real world goes into the well, um, uh, to basically meet with uh, her sister. Uh, it turns out the sister doesn't remember her because, and I'm using these exact words that were translated. Now, this could be, you know, because uh, English, Japanese translations is different. Apparently, a magic butterfly stole her sister's dreams. So now the, the sister who was lost in the well doesn't remember her twin sister. And Inuyasha's daughter... Um, apparently she doesn't know Inuyasha or Kagome, um, cause she was, she doesn't 
remember them. They're all 14 years old, too, by the way. I just want to. What the fuck? <laughs> um, and they're all females because, you know, it's 2020, so female representation. So shout out to that. Um, But I guess my whole, my main thing is it with it is that I feel as though, and I, I this kind of is dumb to me, where it's like whenever, and I kind of feel like they run out of ideas. Because it really started with Boruto, where it's like, okay, let's give you a sequel, you know, based off the characters that you grew up with, you love, whatever, and now they have kids. But let's let the main central conflict be the fact that the characters that you grew up and you love are are shitty parents. It just seems to be like the boiling, that just seems to be like the central plot point of all of it. It's just that the main, like Naruto is a terrible parent. Uh, apparently in Avatar The Last Airbender, Toph is a terrible parent. Um, like you have all of these things where it's like, let's give you a sequel with their kids, but they're shitty parents. And I'm kind of I'm kind of good on that. Like, if like it's cool for the Inuyasha fans, they get a sequel, especially out of the gate. Like, because this just this just happened this week. All of this news about the stuff dropped this week. So this is just like, holy crap. Like, all the Inuyasha fans are like, yeah, let's go, let's go. And also, Inuyasha was trending on Twitter, too, earlier this week. So it was a big deal, which is cool and all. But I just think that the plot is just kind of like, I felt as though they were just like, oh, Boruto is kind of cool. So let's just do what they do, because we don't have any original ideas of our own. So let's just make it a central conflict involving the fact that all, all parents are shitty parents. I think I, I think I will watch the first episode. Um, my experience with Inuyasha goes as such. Inuyasha used to come up on, come on. Uh, shout out to Tsunami. I remember when I was a kid, Dragon Ball GT would come on. I'd be like, yeah, let's go. Um, some other shows would come on that I'd watch. Inuyasha would come on. And my dad would go like, it's time to go to sleep. So that's my experience. And then when I asked my dad later on, because I was like, I, you know, like I remember, you know, Inuyasha used to come on on Tsunami, you know, why, why didn't you want me to watch that show? And he was like, because that shit was boring. <laughs> I didn't want you to watch it. <laughs> so that's my experience with Inuyasha. Uh, I do know about the whole Kagome thing, that whole meme. I will watch the first episode, and if I if I'm if I get Boruto anime vibes, because I know the manga is doing good. If I get Boruto anime vibes, I'm out. That shit is ass. So that, that's all. <laughs> the plot alone sound like Boruto anime vibes. So uh, be that way sometimes. So uh, moving on, but before we have the Xbox slander fest, let's actually have a serious moment. Uh, DC, you brought up an older quote that you kind of wanted to discuss. Uh, I'll let you lead from here. Okay, let me read the quote so I don't fucking uh, misconstrued shit. Um, Alright. So, like, there's been a string of, like, um, tweets and, and updates from Oda. I'm glad he's doing well. I'm glad he's, you know, healthy. I'm glad that One Piece is still going. I miss this crisis, and I'm thankful for all the work and amazing things he's done with this story. He is one of my favorite, um, if not my favorite, author and illustrator. Uh, I'm not as upset as I am now 
I mean, I'm not as I'm not as upset now as I was when I first read this, but the quote currently says, if the story you want to draw is similar to something that is already popular, I prefer uh oh yeah, find something else to draw. I prefer to read a manga that is bad, but something only you can draw. More than something good, but similar to another artist's work, just try. And so everyone's entitled to their opinion. That sounds um, like that sounds I'm like not, <laughs> um, that's what I feel exactly like. <laughs> and the I'll and I'll I'll open up for everybody else's opinion, but I'll just say like my quick thoughts first. I don't like things like this being said to aspiring artists and aspiring writers and people that look up to you. You can say that I feel like you can say it in passing to people that are already in the field or yada yada yada. You, close friends or if like someone is personally asking you for your personal advice that's cool um but like me personally saying like i prefer and this is basically what it is it's like i prefer to read something original there's nothing original in order for something to be original it's a hodgepodge of things that you like you put your spin on it and you try to add something to the genre that you like and so um, saying these things is like a generalized way of trying to make yourself seem smart or what you're doing is different or against the grain. And that's and the reason why that's a bad thing is that in someone's mind, they're going to scrap their original idea and try to be something that they're not instead of writing something that they enjoy. If what they enjoy is something similar, then go for it. If there's something you want to do, put it out. Don't worry about if it's similar to something else. I think as a as, as a as a mangaka or as someone that everybody looks up to you, just say put your stuff out there. If you believe in the story that you want, do it. Yada yada yada. Business is business, but just put it out there. That's that's why I feel like he should say instead of what he did say. But that's just my opinion. I wonder what you guys think about the quote. Um, did you like have the same or uh, contrasting? opinions as then uh compared to mine um i i definitely yeah i definitely have to agree because it's weird right because like i understand where Oda's coming from and to a certain degree like when you look at it from what kind of what he's trying to portray is like um like yeah i'd rather i would rather read i would rather read something that's bad and original than something that's average but is done like a million times and to a degree makes sense but I do think that like what you said and I, I 100% agree with that where it's like if you have something you know you definitely gotta you, got, you definitely gotta put it out like um like aspiring musicians aspiring artists aspiring like us being trying to get into the entertainment field um some people might listen to us and go like oh y'all sound like this podcast or y'all sound like that podcast or whatever and and like should that basically discourage us from continuing to do what we like to do no um yeah because it's what it's something that we have a passion for so like if you have something if you have a passion for something you never know what it's gonna be unless you put it out but if you're if you're constantly looking at your work and going like oh is it original is it is it is it unique? Is it new? Is it this? Is it that? You have all these thoughts that are basically 
making you go like uh, kind of discouraging yourself going like oh, i don't know if i put this out that it might not be well received well you never know until you try so i yeah. i think that i think that like what i understand what oda is saying it makes sense when you kind of view it from his angle of the fact that he's such a well-received and well-known mangaka and that he's like you know when people talk anime when people talk manga one piece is always in the conversation right yeah so it's like when you so when you kind of view it from his lens of going like oh everything is trying to you know and not, not trying to like not him sounding like an elitist but like he's like oh all these different styles are kind of like trying to copy my, my flow basically and you know i ain't with that so yo do do your own thing stop copying me but the thing is is that a lot of things that have come out are from inspirations of things like dragon ball Kiritoriyama yeah. said it like himself that his inspiration for making dragon ball stemmed from when he he watched uh i think uh akira like he said he freaking he loved that movie and then that's when he started getting into um drawing and artwork and all the other stuff and that's how he became an artist um persona persona would never have been a thing if if jojo wasn't a thing this persona the way they summon their personas all that kind of stuff that stems from jojo's bizarre adventure and their stands so everything that is now popular has come from something that they've taken inspiration from and you could say oh it's not original it's not blah 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 but being there's nothing new under the sun so all you really can do is take something that inspires you like dc said put your own twist to it put it out there and if it's received then you gotta keep going with it so that's my thoughts on it. uh Deitra, you want to go or you want me to go uh yeah i'll go um for me like uh it is real simple uh kind of like what cam was saying i think cam hit it right on the nail on the head um, how I think me originality comes from what are you doing it for, right? And I, at the end of the day, it comes from what you what you getting inspired from and what you aspire to do. I think in, in terms of content, mind you, the reason I'm breaking up his speech right now because I'm seeing Tony Ferguson beat the crap. I'm getting beat the crap out of. But um. <laughs> In terms of um uh like like Akitoriyama is a good reference. Like he got inspired from um he got inspired from Akira, but his show is based off of um what's that thing called? Um the monkey uh, what is the Dragon Ball? Yeah, the uh the Journey um, to the West. Yeah, Journey yeah. to the West and Goku, especially in Z, um with his story is based off of Superman, but as in a Japanese, like stuff like that, or you can see Horikoshi take a lot from Naruto, especially how class, uh, how class one <laughs> eight um, <laughs> is definitely just like the, um, the, um, the, the Shinobi 10 or whatever you want to call them. Um, but like, in in sense of that is, is how you, is what inspires you and how you use it to inspire other people. If you making something, just to be like Oda, or if you make it something just to be be famous, I don't think mm. I think your goal you you would end up being a carbon copy, or you would get nowhere because your heart's not in it. Um, when your heart's not in something, and your heart is not for it. Like my mom, 
I used to draw. I think I'm still an amazing drawer. Like, I, 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 and I'm creative in a lot of things. I know what my heart's at. It's not in that. And I will never try to be someone that is in that. Like, if somebody give me a pencil or paper right now and tell me, can you draw this? Probably can. Somebody tell me, give me some money for it? I'll probably do it. But in terms of me saying I could make a career off of it, is it a possibility? Of course. It will it happen? No. Um, and and that's just me coming to a content because the things that inspire me, I, I, I use that in different ways instead of, you know, drawing from it. And I think when it comes to originality, everything in this world, you get inspired from something and you release that. Like, even if you look into things that we believe in, <laughs> the people that we read about, all those people are inspired by something and they use that what they aspire was to flourish their gifts. So in terms of whatever Oda was saying, it can get misconstrued it or I don't know, because at the end of the day, he's sitting on money from a show that's been going on since the 90s. I don't care what he says. He caught up. Like he, he got he got he got lucky. And, you, and that's that's half of art too. Half of art is throwing crap feces on the wall and hoping some of it stick. Like and that's just what it is. So um like nothing nothing to what it sounds like. DC is DC is an amazing artist. And just to say that he can as long as as long as his art is good or something like that, he's straight. Like, then that's no heart. Cause I can have somebody else draw my stuff. But the story is, is 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 what inspires. I'm not inspired by Goku just because the man got blonde hair and slightly tanned when he get up when he get in, 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 um, <laughs> into a super mode. I'm inspired by Goku because of his heart. Like that ain't that ain't that don't come from from when I watch when they scream for six episodes. That come from when I watch when I see him defeat the enemy by bursting through all the limits. So like like I said, Oda's a legend and all that type of stuff, but. Sometimes that money or that yen gets to you and thinking that, or he can probably have some insecurities about what he makes. Who the heck knows? So, Oh, you think he's projecting? Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Cause that's a weird quote. Cause one piece is not the, in terms of art, a lot of chapters are is sloppy in terms of drawing. Like, and, and it's, it don't, it just, it's a lot on a page. And I don't think like, like that, that means anything like what he's saying is don't reflect to his his standards like because his what drives his show is his story it's not nobody reads one piece because they want to see how luffy is drawn the next chapter we, we wait for toby to do that <laughs> in all honesty you read one piece for the 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 adventure so i i really don't know but chris go ahead big dog uh Yes, of course, uh, I was listening to y'all and Tony Ferguson and his ass whooped. I don't know how he's still standing. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I get where Oda's coming from in a way. Um, I get it, but I definitely agree with everything you guys are saying. I think Oda is kind of like, he's been around forever at this point. One Piece has literally been in circulation since the 90s. Um, so he's seen a lot of uh, manga come and go. So, and I'm sure he reads his peers' work as well. So, for him to say this, I think it just comes from being kind of like the OG, in a way. You could kind of see it like that. Because Nick is 45, and he's been writing One Piece for more than three decades. So, literally for a long time. So, like to a lot of people, he's kind of like, kind of like Triple H, in a way. 
and put it in wrestling sense. He's kind of like Triple H. He's just been around for so long where it's just like he could kind of say stuff like this. But do I hope, do I agree with it? No, like pretty much like I can't even really try to be a devil's advocate with it because like when it, like like Datra said, like originality comes from your heart. And we had a manager at Adidas who used to say, you ain't got no heart. And we ain't got no heart. Like, <laughs> it, Ryan, it showed. It, it showed. Shows. If you was it about shows. this, it showed. Like, if you know, I hate talking about Adidas, but if you was about that CEI, it showed. Yep. Like, you can, you can, you can stat pad, you can go to shoe wall, you can make ten thousand dollars, but it showed we was on that floor. It exactly. just did. Exactly, which is why I took myself to gross go salesman. But either way, um. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Either way, uh, for older to say that, I'm like, eh, because you. It's like when it comes to shonen, especially, almost everybody to the extent is going to follow the format or the blueprint of something that was already successful. It's just that's just how art is, unfortunately. And if it ain't broke, don't great. fix it. You said what? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. And, like, yeah, occasionally you will get somebody that gets something that's, like, original in a sense. But that comes from the past, like, I think each all of us said, it's the passion in itself or just thinking a little bit outside the box or just twisting up uh, the blueprint. Because, like, even you could use music, for example. Like, music is always going to, like evolve in a way and that's art and say art is going to always evolve and like even with music like people expect rap music to sound like goddamn the 80s all the goddamn time and keep it g real i don't want to hear the 80s rap but like when you sit there and compare like even like production if you sit there and tell me the 80s production is way better than what we hear today i would probably think you're capping very hard and if you sit there and tell me like like, okay, Dragon Ball Z writing, even Dragon Ball, let's just use the whole entire series of Dragon Ball, like, just the story of Dragon Ball. It's pretty much cut and dry compared to, like, a few of the stuff that we get today where it's, uh, it's some more complexities to the stories and stuff like that. So I expect, like, those formats to evolve over time in a way. So that's just my look, look at it. It's like, I get where he's coming from, but I think he could have... I feel like he could have expounded upon but what, what he, he was he's saying. To say. But even if what, what you're saying, and it's not to go against what you said, but even if for what you're saying, there's no that's not evolving because you just you copy it. They said you would rather what what evolved what evolved Dragon Ball into modern day Shonen is yeah you can be artsy and look good, but the story is what what is going to captivate people. If you just if, if your drawings is really, really good and look like somebody else and your story is weak, like you said, I'd rather read a bad story and look at good drawings. That's not evolving anything because then you get mm-hmm. then you get stuff like, you get, unfortunately, Kishimoto, you're about to get the smoke. You get stuff like Samurai 8. Oh, God. Nobody cares. You, <laughs> you, get, stuff, you get stuff like Seven Deadly Sins but does not, does, doesn't know how to fucking end. Like, you get stuff like that. Real talk. You get you get things that in which like and people don't know like and that's why Shonen Jump is not failing but it is at its peak not just because people watch it legally but there's no sense of buying it because it's the same thing yeah until, you know, the it's, 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 until somebody change the the the, the modem it's not like 
fixing what's not broke. It's more of, you know, it's more of innovating the yeah. invention. Like the Wright brothers used to use a bicycle to take flight. I'm not doing that today. Like, uh, so it's, it's, and you know, it, and like I said, folks, folks got yen out the wazoo. This balloon is creeping me the heck out. Folks got yen out the wazoo. Um, so he probably can say whatever he want to say, and, and he, he, he good. The money talking. He know how to cast a check. Right? I do think he it kind of comes from a place check. of uh, conceit. Yeah, that too, of course. Kinda like, like he's like, yeah, I'm that nigga, bro. Like if you if you come to Japan, you you come into one piece land. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah like, I, I I agree. Like, like I ain't shit yet. You know what I'm saying? So like, Oda Oda has, has the right to say what he's saying. But I was just saying like, um, it's like I feel like I got like I agree with Cam as well. Like he said it like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna just say it because I'm shit. Like it don't matter. And there's tons of people um, looking at you. Like my dad always tells me, you never know who the person right next to you is gonna be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So yep. it's, it's like um, you saying that somebody could have had like the next thing, and he balls it up because he thinks it's a little bit too much, like something else. It's like I just want people who are hearing this, the, the two people that are hearing this, or whoever, hundred, whatever, if they come back and listen to this. I'm, don't give up on what you're working on. Uh, there's multiple times where I'm. Like writing something and I throw it away because I'm like, oh, this is like this, oh, this is like that, and that's like a superficial look at things. Like there's archetypes in literature; they're called archetypes because they work. Because the reason why stories that we have are similar to this because those are what make good stories. Like try to go out there. There's very few ways you can go out there and make something good. If something's good, you're gonna see that formula over in other things. That's a good thing. So, and I, I mean, like yeah. last thing for me, it's kind of like you know, even in my life right now, bro, I don't know what the heck tomorrow brings, nigga. But yeah. I think that's, I think that is the beauty of it, dog. Like, cause if I if I tailor what Cam did, if I tailor what Chris do, if I tailor what you do, then my life is not mine. Like, and people, I'm, mm-hmm. the people who looking up to me ain't looking up to me. They looking up to the person who's a shadow. And so, like, you know, it, it, it's 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 about throwing the shit on the wall and hoping it stick. Mm-hmm. Hopefully COVID ain't around so you guys can buy the new Xbox. So what, what <laughs> Xbox 
they said, hmm, we already showed them our refrigerator. We already uh, let, we don't know how the controller looks, but that's showing some games. I was like, okay, we gonna see games, G. So, gameplay at that. Them niggas said, nah, bro, we're gonna give you cinematic graphics, bro, of what could be gameplay. And this is my summary of this shit. Hear me and hear me good, nigga. I'm here to double down. That shit is a, a two pack of ass. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? That shit stinks. Bullshit, man. Shout out to Joe Bush. And all I could say was uh, shout out to the, what, what probably was gameplay because if it was, that was the PC version of the game. That's just keep it all the way funky uh, because oh, yeah. Xbox, PC go hand in hand. And they pretty much promoted themselves throughout that whole conference as hand to goddamn hand. And also, thank you for, by the way, saying that these are third party titles. So, some of these we're about to see on the PS4. Let's just keep it all the way funky again. We're going to see some of these games on the PS4. Sony was like, thank you for letting us know what shitty games that you're going to promote. Yeah, Sony, Sony dropped trailers for some of them. Day after. I did not know that. See? You got to hold that. And... This I feel like this is another sound clip explains why Xbox is fucking up the past gener this whole generation. We we try to play some games, and that's one thing Xbox <laughs> don't got. Xbox ain't got games. It ain't got games. Shit. What? what? They don't got games. We get Halo Six, Gear Six. Gear? What else? Uh, Forza. Forza. Bro, we've been getting sequels of these for the past. Decade plus, nothing original has came out first party wise that was worth a damn for a long ass goddamn time, and that shit. And we probably and that's what we're gonna see two weeks from now. So Xbox, you still ain't got no games. Sony, go ahead and take your sweet time because more like I'm still gonna pre order. So uh, take your sweet time, honestly, because Xbox has left me unimpressed again. And uh, yeah, two two pack of ass, G, straight up. And also, Madden. Stop showing the same goddamn trailer for every goddamn Madden for the past decade as well. I know the uh, know the That's system. Funny. I know this, this. This shit was ass when they did that Madden trailer. So That's why I knew the shit definitely hit down Apparently, here. Xbox. Apparently, Xbox apologized for that. They did. I didn't watch the news through because they did. I'm not about to. But they apologized for that. I don't. I think that's just like, this is the that's thing. just good PR, G. <laughs> for the people who, who say, well, Sony did it too. Sony did not say they was going off gameplay. They said they were showing off specs. Niggas went in thinking they was going to show new games, bro. And we got that. And it's not even sticking up for Sony because that stuff sucks too. But in terms of in terms of everybody, like you said gameplay. You kind of said we're going to show off the new games coming to Xbox. Well, I mean, Series X. And then that that that's no excuse. If people come in salty, like all we did was show off games. That's what y'all wanted to see, right? Games. Game. And this is my stance before y'all rip these people to shreds. Um, because I'm saying mine for ESPN Plus. Um, in terms of exclusives, I don't think people know. And, and, and this is probably just a me thing. I don't think people know or Xbox fans know what we mean by exclusives. The power of exclusives. We're not talking about. We're not just talking about like. Oh, this is just a game that only comes on PlayStation, only comes on Xbox. No, we're not tallying up the sales and stuff like that. Like, what we're talking about is, I want something 
that makes me buying this system worth it. Regardless of specs. Throughout the whole whole entirety of my PS4, I done played some garbage games. I done played some games I didn't beat that people called amazing. God of War 4, Persona 5, and uh, Spider-Man was worth the purchase of my PS4. Three games. I'm a... I will also like even, I will say the same as Daytra, but I'm also even though I did not finish, I loved uh, Horizon Dark Zero Dawn. It was just if you delay that game, stop playing that game, you won't, you will get clapped. <laughs> yeah, I guess I got bored of it. We got a little bit too serious too, and I kept dying. But <laughs> like in the sense of it, like those games made it worth me buying this PS4. Like okay, yeah, like. You can give me the, 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 like, ain't nobody talking about no Metro. Ain't nobody talking about the game. You know, I heard the game was so high. Ain't nobody talking about no Metro. Ain't nobody talking about no Franza, no this, no that. We talk about give me the reason that I purchased this system. God of War, that was like something I could watch on my uh, uh, movie. Spider Man, same thing. Persona, look, bro, it might be for a quiet taste, but that is one of the best games I ever played in my life. And it's a freaking, what's it called? Turn base. <laughs> so, like, you, you, these are the reasons you buy me, my system. This is the reason I buy the PS4, not because of like some elitist war. To keep it buck, if if if, if all if the people from Naughty Dog or whoever make God of War say we moving to Xbox, I'm saying moving to Xbox, and my homies say I'm getting an Xbox. Guess what I'm getting? A freaking Xbox. Xbox. It's Xbox. not about no freaking. And we're gonna be playing. Nigga, I'm not no goddamn neck beard in the basement. Like it's about. Them games, man. <laughs> it's about the games. games. It's about them. Uh, DC, you got something to say? Because I'm about to go into the rant. Uh, uh, turn the phone. I just agree with. I just, I just agree with. Uh, with Dentro said, like I'm buying whatever the homie buying. The games I want, whatever the fucking system that is on, I'm itch. So, hey, that's it. All right, Cam. Uh, uh, all right, let me pause my game for this shit. Uh, all right, so um, Xbox Xbox niggas keep the same energy. Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, when the controller dropped and y'all was talking shit, uh, when the GDC conference came up, y'all got to keep the same energy, dog. Keep the same energy. Like they trail said when it came to wrestling, keep the same energy, G. Xbox took a fat fucking L. And the reason why they did is because... They hyped this thing up, dog. Like for yeah. weeks too. They were like, "Yo, yeah. come through to this conference. We about to show y'all exclusive gameplay on the new Xbox Series X." That's what they did. Yep. And now for people going like, "Oh, but they apologize for it, dude. It's a business. It's good PR. Why wouldn't they apologize for it? You think they actually care deep down? No. They like, okay, let's get some pity points for our audience, and they can go like, okay, Xbox apologized, guys. It's okay." It's okay, please pre-order Xbox Series X. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Um, that event was an L. Shout out to TBH's stream. Oh, um, yeah, shout out to TBH. And the thing is, and the thing is, is now with Sony, Sony didn't, Sony didn't hype up the GDC conference. Like they said, hey, come through. We finna talk about some PS5 specs. Um. And they and when they advertised, they were like, "This is a GDC conference, so this is for 
you know, this is more specifically for developers who are developing games for the PS5. That's what they usually do. They just decided for some reason to broadcast it to a broader audience. Now that they probably shouldn't have done that, but because of the COVID situation, can't really set up set things. So they just decided to push it up as a live stream. People misconstrued and they thought that for some reason they was gonna get gameplay off PS5 or a PS5 reveal whatever so yeah you could call it an l on sony especially since that was kind of like the first major ps5 conference that we were getting but at least the way they advertised it they weren't hyping the event up like you was go get some shit for the ps5 xbox on the other hand twitter they was tweeting this stuff out they was like you know multiple articles like yo come through for this yo it's gonna be lit and what, what do we get we get a series of cinematic trailers with like the exception of the first game that they showed us that was developed by some Chinese dude who's probably on extreme crunch because uh <laughs> ain't no way you producing something that good by yourself without working yeah yeah without working like 100 plus hour weeks by yourself G so shout out to that dude um but I'm crunch hours and uh if you if you peep because I put it on our Twitter a lot of the times when they showed the trailer, they were like, um, game, game and console in development. Uh, what is being shown now is expected, expected gameplay based off of the Xbox Series X. So it's like PC stuff, basically. Um, so the stuff that they showed us doesn't even represent what's actually going to be on the Xbox Series X. So that was an even bigger L. And now, when we talk about the, the, the creme de la crop, or the creme de la crap, I should say, with, with their big major reveal was like, oh, oh shit, guys, we go get some Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla gameplay. And what did we get? Shit. We got a cinematic trailer. Another cinematic trailer. Now, people, that, that was the big thing. Like, a lot of people were like, you know what? You know, it is what it is, but if they would have showed off some actual Assassin's Creed gameplay, they would have given Xbox a pass. And this is an L on both Xbox and Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. Y'all both got to hold that L. Because Ubisoft, Ubisoft is a company that's high off their own ass, dude. They they just do what they want to do, and they're just like, listen, we can get away with it because we're Ubisoft. Um, I fucking hate. Uh, and the thing is, the reason why I'm not looking forward to this Assassin's Creed game is because like Odyssey, like Breakpoint, um, and I and I remember some YouTubers who were talking about this, and I was like, yeah, you're right. As soon as I open up that game, I'm gonna get some crap about you play that I don't want to see because you play is absolute trash. I'm gonna get um, pages upon pages of time savers and microtransactions about stuff that I could buy to make the game that you designed easier for me. Uh, so I, so that just just doubled down, confirmed that, you know, fuck Assassin's Creed, I'm not getting a piece of shit game. Um, and to go back on Xbox, um, and, this is a, and this is what's pissing me off, because, like, people are, and I don't understand, I understand why, because console wars, but people, People keep talking about specs, dog. Like people keep talking about, oh, Xbox Series X has better specs than the PS5. Who cares? 
best specs last this generation about specs on consoles because this generation is more is for some reason everybody got a phd in computer engineering and knows what each specific part does and how it pertains to the performance of a console um which is not the case uh who cares uh if by that logic last generation xbox one had superior superior specs to the ps4 and the and the switch and it lost miserably and the switch came late into the game and the switch has way worse specs than the ps4 and the xbox one combined and the switch dominated when it first came out so shut the fuck up because i'm so sick and tired of you talking about specs this and specs that specs don't win a console war Mm. exclusively because if, because th- with this cons- with this conference, and I know some people are going to be like, oh, but Xbox advertised that the games that are coming out, uh, the games that they announced are third-party games, not exclusives. Uh, they're going to be talking about their exclusives in July. It's still an L because you want to come out guns blazing. At least drop a hint of Halo. At least drop a hint of whatever those... 13 or however many studios that you bought out that you were bragging about like a couple E3s ago, like drop some hints of those exclusives with some gameplay off of this and then go like, hey, you want to you want to find out more? Wait till July. So that people can get excited about this stuff. But now it's just like, who cares? They're all third-party games. Cool. I'll see you on PS5. That's what I said. Pretty much. There's no reason. And then the thing is, is if you want to talk about first-party exclusives, let's talk about the fact that all of Xbox's exclusives are on PC. Yep. So what's the point of buying the Xbox Series X? I can just build me a... I can build me a way better PC, because y'all care about specs so much. I can build me a way better PC with way better specs and get all my Xbox first-party exclusive games on a better-performing system. So shut the fuck up when you talk about specs, because you don't know what you're talking about. And that shit pisses me off. Um, So... With all that being said, Xbox hold this L. And now I know people are going to go like, Sony hasn't been having a good time in the PR spotlight. You're right. You are right. They have been handling the Naughty Dog situation. And this wasn't on the news, but I'm going to add this in here. They've been handling the Naughty Dog situation with uh, Very Last of Us Part Two horribly terrible. They've been doing a very bad job. The recent story mode trailer that they came out with they disabled comments and likes. Now, I understand comments. Comments make sense. The reason why is because they spoilers. don't, because people, internet trolls, people are going to spoil the story in the comment section. So I understand you disabling comments, but disabling the like and dislike system, that is a pussy move. Because I that just tells you that, that you, on YouTube, by the way. Yeah, you can. You can. You can disable likes and you can disable comments. And that's basically them going like, well, we know what the internet is saying that our game is shitty, but they're not ball, they're not ballsy enough to kind of face that sort of criticism head on. Um, and the fact that they Sony hired a third-party company to copyright claim and copyright strike a lot of YouTubers that were talking about the situation, um, that is a dick move on Sony's part. So yes, for Xbox fans who are going to be like, oh, but Sony, but Sony's been doing some no-no stuff this generation. Yes, they have. But now, guess what? The ball's in Sony's park now because Xbox fumbled the bag. They fumbled it. This press conference was terrible. It, it was horrible. So now Sony can kind of, so now Sony can look at it and go like, all right, you know, 
Naughty Dog situation, our, our PR has been doing really bad on that. Now's the chance to bring everybody back. Let's like when when we come out with our conference first party games. This is what y'all getting. Actual gameplay. This is what our console looks like. This is the price if they want to drop the price right then and there. Just come out guns blazing when they do their next major PS5 conference and Xbox is done. By the time they get to revealing their first party games, people are going to be like, eh, who cares? So um, I say all that to say keep the same energy because y'all was going hard on Sony when they announced their controllers, when they announced, when they did the GDC conference. So I need y'all to keep that same energy going into this Xbox conference. That was a huge L. Fuck specs for everybody who keeps saying that Xbox has better specs than the PS5. Who cares? Exclusives went like Datro was talking about. Give me a reason to buy your system. The reason I bought the Switch was so I can play was so I can play games like Fire Emblem, Pokemon, uh, Super Smash Brothers, Legend of Zelda, games that are specific on the Switch. To this day, I don't know what the Switch's specs are, and I can give a shit about it. I, don't I, I, buy, care. I, I play the Switch for games. PS4. Work. PS4. All the homies got the PS4. All the exclusives on here, like Persona 5, uh, Spider-Man, God of War. Really great game. Uh, Uncharted 4, Last of Us, first one. I know the part two is bad, uh, but all those games were really good and made me go like, let me buy a PS4. Xbox, Crackdown 3 by everybody, like, uh, what, what, freaking Sea of Thieves, like, those ass games, like, no. Like, Xbox needs to come swinging hard, bro. Like, on Ju- come July, if their major games that they're showing off is, a, is another Halo, another Forza, another Gears, it's over, dog. It's over. I don't care. Bust out some new IPs. Not third-party IPs that are going to be available for multiple platforms. I'm talking about specific first-party uh, new IPs. So I know that I just went on a huge tangent. Oh, that's but I, I've just been sitting on this whole week. It's just been pissing me off because I've been in the comment sections of YouTube and you know how cancerous that shit is. Yeah. But that's hey, it. Xbox, love yourselves. Because I'm sick and tired of everybody in these streets, G. Daytra, I already know you got ESPN Plus on your uh, hindsight, so I'll let you take care of that. But, um, how can I? What? Well, it's so much, so many clowns, bro. So many goddamn clowns. So, I'm just going to just probably name them and probably try to keep stuff brief. First thing first, um, uh, Complex, Double XL, DJ Academics, all of y'all some goddamn clowns. Y'all literally promoting a snitch and then get mad when people talk about them. So uh, it's y'all fault that man had that his music video became a success. It's y'all fault that that man literally got out of jail and proceeded to have two million people on his IG live. It is all of you guys' fault. No, yeah. <laughs> so hold that L. I take pride in literally not supporting that asshole because literally he's a disgrace to the culture and literally he's a Mexican that says nigga. I don't approve of either one. So, hey. But, hey, Meek Mill, also, you're a goddamn clown and your goddamn self as well. Also, the people on my, uh, who, as I was on my way home, who was at, on uh, 100, 114th and Racine, you niggas had a damn house party. Kiss my ass. I wanted to go home. Y'all, y'all got in my way. 
I was. It's been a long day. I'm tired. Plus, you niggas are clowns. I did not see a face mask. Fucking assholes. Plain and simple. Also, people, please wear some goddamn masks, G. Please, this shit's serious. Also, people, five G don't got shit to do with anything, bro. Thank you. <laughs> that is all. That's all I can think of right now. Y'all some goddamn clowns, bro. I'll go next to the truck and cook last. Um, my clown of the week goes to uh, Ro Thomas. Uh, goofy ass nigga. <laughs> hey, like he deserved everything name. that happened to him, G. Uh, his wife getting arrested. Um, I think that in and of itself is... like I, I agree with whatever she did. First off, dog. You, you left your Snapchat location on. You left your gun in your house. And you surprised that your wife came to your brother's house, locked and loaded, ready to kill you, nigga? Like, you kind of deserve that. You got to hold that. I don't condone cheat. We don't condone Black cheating. men are not supposed to cheat. the black otakus. You are no longer a black man. Or he's time. not. He's, yeah, you are no longer of the culture. So dark skin, dark it, skin, Mexican. Is. Dark skin, Mexican. Exactly. I, 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 folks is a sweet But the biggest thing for me is the fact that he did this with his brother. I and have a history. Just I listen. Wait, wait, there was tag team? Yes. Trains. Choo choo, nigga. This it was him and his brother, and they was running chain on some IG thoughts, you know. Like I I have a I have a younger brother and I have an older brother. Um, I think I think pretty much uh, all of us here have brothers uh, in the podcast, right? Yep. Yeah. So, not once in my th- thoughts that I ever think like, "Hey, you know what? You know what I'm saying? Like, I just need to know how the conversation went down. Like, was he just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> man, this COVID situation is crazy. Um, for some reason, uh, my wife is not pleasing me sexually. So, you know what? I'm gonna call the bro up." And uh, we go get some IG thotties and get this get this little little situation cracking. And then like his inner conscience must have been like, "Oh, you go call the homies up, right?" Because you say you go call the bro, up. so you go call the homies up. He's like, "No, I'm gonna call my brother up, my younger brother, and we finna tag team some of these hoes." Like I, that is so gross, dog. Like that is just nasty. Uh, and I was watching a chiseled Adonis video, and it was just like, like I was I, I agreed with him. It was like, "Yo, how do you?" How does one have that thought process of going like, you know what? I'm gonna cheat on my wife. I'm gonna cheat on my wife badly by leaving my Snapchat location on. But not only that, but I'm gonna run a train, a orgy, the train with my brother. Like that, that's wild. And then he had the nerve to to release a video shortly after asking no, people sure, no, to no, pray no, for this him. This happened a month ago. It just when TMZ was about to expose it. He said, hold on. So, uh, Yeah, like, no, I'm talking about the video that he put out. Yeah. The, I mean. That video was a month ago? I thought he no, did it. No, I thought he did no. it shortly after. The situation after. happened a month ago. The entire situation happened a month ago. They kept it quiet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But TMZ and it ha- TMZ things. And it happened And it happened on his birthday, too, G. He got to hold that. Yep. <laughs> But like the fact that he uh, he released a video shortly after asking people to pray for him, like, nigga, what? 
You cheated on your wife. I'm gonna pray for your wife. Yeah, but like, dog, what you mean? You knew what you was doing with you, you and your brother, bro. Like, you gotta suffer them consequences, G. You sold, you sold and reaped that. Whatever you going on, G. Like, it, it is what it is with you, bro. But like, you know, prayers out to his wife dealing with that situation. Um, and just, I just know Thanksgiving is about to be awkward as hell in that family. But. <laughs> They, what they gonna be talking about? The fact that him and his brothers run. Apparently that apparently the pops was in on it too. So, oh hell no. Oh, yeah. Wait what? Yeah, apparently the father was in on it too. G. So from what I've been hearing, so the shit is weird over at the Thomas household. And you deserve a super clown for cheating on your wife because you a black man and black men don't cheat. Dark skin Mexican. Dark skin Mexican. Uh, Daytra, it is your turn to uh, let loose. And the irony is the UFC event just ended. So, so let me start by saying this, and we'll go back. We'll talk about more of it when we get into the um, threes in the ring. That was an amazing UFC event. Was it worth the hassle, though? No, the fuck, it was not. If I ever go through something like that ever again, I'm not even gonna say what I'm gonna do because the FBI gonna be mad at me. Personally, F Disney, F ESPN, and F Hulu because they're in the conglomerate with them. If you make a Disney Plus account, they t- this is not has nothing to do with buying that event because we found that out months ago that you got to buy the event within ESPN Plus. So you, they, t- what do they tell you when you make a D- uh, Disney Plus account? You link your Disney Plus with your ESPN or your Hulu account. I just found out today that that's technically not a Hulu account. You're just watching Hulu with major ads. If you will want to watch your ads, seven dollars. Boom. I also found out today that that's not ESPN Plus. That's ESPN Plus Lite. In order for you to even watch the event through ESPN Plus or pay a pay-per-view prescriber, and if you're doing that in 2020, you should be shot dead on the street. You have to buy a year or monthly subscription of ESPN Plus. What? Oh, they, they, oh, hey, they trying to get money, money, dog. What? <laughs> what? money. Point. If he can these things up, if they don't go with each other, folks, was it just advertisements? I'm deprived right now. I just spent not a lot of money because I spent more on Doken Battle within the last month, but I don't like spending money now. Because I don't know what this future holds. So I want to keep it to me. The amount of pain 1993 I was in was not fun, bro. This is the dumbest, most idiotic, most racist, most (laughs) prejudiced thing I have ever seen in my life. Nobody in their right mind would ever ever do this but ESPN because they ran by Satan I honestly hope the person who thought about this idea literally chokes or get punched trying to do with that beat up by Justin, Justin Gage yeah Justin Gage this was a hassle and if I went through heck I know Chris went through heck too because he was trying to set the podcast up at the same time <laughs> it 
is by far the dumbest thing ever. I do not wish happy anything upon those people. They, they, a bunch of clowns. We need something else higher than a clown. Like, you know what? I'm going to give you the first ever Black Otaku's Rock Lee of the Year Award. <laughs> you have so much potential. Um, has so much potential. But at the end of the day, you failed. I'm done. Yo, I wasn't so who's Garo in that event? I wasn't expecting Rockley to catch that straight. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting that. Wow. Uh, wow. But I feel the pain because, yes, I was both multitasking. <laughs> Trying to do multiple things at once. Uh, and, yeah, gee. Uh, <laughs> and then the bogus thing is... Uh, I realized, because I was doing this off my phone, by the way, setting up our ESPN Plus account. We're going to use this bitch, too. So, uh, Daytree, you better watch the best of MLS 25th anniversary. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, gee, I didn't realize as I'm doing this, I'm doing it off my phone. So, okay, Apple Pay, cool. Gee, I'm sitting there wondering, like, wait, is this money coming out my account or my wife's account? <laughs> so I look at my account I'm like yo this money ain't come out <laughs> nigga I had to send the money to her <laughs> oh my god dang dog <laughs> I had to send the money uh, to her <laughs> cause I didn't want to get us cussed out <laughs> so <laughs> and I had to do it fast <laughs> I didn't want the shit to know this right away like, what the hell is this ESPN? Yeah, what the? <laughs> so, it is ran by Satan. <laughs> so, so yes, fuck that mouse. But <laughs> 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 well, that's in this long ass episode. G. So we appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, make sure you do uh, follow us on Twitter at the Black Otaku's. Uh, for our thoughts on we have our thoughts on the Xbox thing, many jokes. Uh DC's gonna have his thoughts on uh the One Piece chapter on there as well and random other stuff as well. So be on the lookout for that. Um whatever platform you listen to us on, make sure you do please, please, please subscribe and follow and share. It'd be greatly appreciated. And thanks for listening and peace. Peace out.